The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, DeAndre. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages. USA! 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 Fuck you, Russia! Fucking USA's taking home all the gold, bitch! Are we? We have 100 yeah, medals already. Uh, I don't know about all that, but you know, it's it's uh, USA, baby. Well, folks, uh, we slow play in. it at the beginning, and then once the athletics competition starts in the track and field, well, that's when we shit house the medal standings and win the whole thing. Well, folks, if you were expecting an Olympic recap show, congratulations, this is not it. So, up next <laughs> is the last thing. So, oh, big rig, Nick Utah. I don't know how to follow that at all. I just, I'm just not going to. You follow up with a USA, USA. I'm as pro America as anyone else here. I want America to win all the gold medals. Why not? That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's like the one time we can all put our shit aside and be like, look, I don't care. I just want us. Everybody wants to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're all in the sexless beds in, in, in Tokyo anyway. So ain't nobody getting none. So it's fine. They're still banging. They're still banging. <laughs> Dude, you, there, you can't the stop the nut. Oh yeah, that's my, that's every Olympics. That's my favorite thing: hearing of where they go to to nut, and it's just all the nut stories. It's it's so funny. Never stops being funny, and they they don't want them to fuck. But it's like I'm sorry, you have all the best athletes on the planet in one spot together at the same time, and they all look good. They fucking, they fucking. <laughs> uh, finally, all right, take it through our introductions. American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. I am excited because I only have one more day at my current job, Saturday. That is it. Once the once the, the clock runs out, I'm done with that because this is the very, very last episode for now that I know of possibly going forward that I will be broadcasting live from Camp Kendo as I will be relocating for a new job that starts in just a couple of weeks. There you go, Jeff. There's your <laughs> and that's how i feel about it well so hopefully folks, hopefully you have you know actual good internet as well wherever you're going i'm supposed to i'm supposed to uh but yeah no monday i i, I since saturday's my last day one of my bosses on monday tried uh giving me some information about stuff that starts next week and i looked at him i was like i don't give a shit <laughs> I, I was like i'm it, it. Listen, Saturday's listen. it. I'm not here next week. I yeah. don't care. Just end Saturday. I'm fucking gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. It's done. It's dusted. It's over. I don't care anymore. <laughs> hey, Dion. Yes, sir. If watching Dark Fate were an Olympic event, you would have the gold, the silver, and the bronze. Uh, Alexander <laughs> the Great says, "If only watching Dark Fate was an Olympic event, sir." Sorry, <laughs> I can't. Um, Tim Miller said it. I. I'm, you know, I'm scared of strong women, so I can't watch that movie. So <laughs> I've, I've heeded his advice because clearly it was super successful, and I was wrong all along. So I can't, <laughs> I can't watch it. Mackenzie Davis is a household name, didn't you hear? Who? Uh, <laughs> Dion's favorite Terminator. <laughs> who? She, the most who dangerous Terminator with a butterfly knife. Duh. What? <laughs> oh, I mean, her name is. <laughs> I, 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 the hell out of all horrible misogyny. 
<laughs> yeah, there's just so much misogyny here right now. So I much did. misogyny. It fucking hurts. <laughs> uh, so, folks, welcome in to episode 276, uh, where we don't have to talk about Ken Smith all night because fuck that guy. Jesus. Uh, uh, about some that video was another banger, by the way. That was that oh, one yeah, was dude, really was, good, man. It was that hilarious. was really good. <laughs> now, really good. We'll, we'll talk about him a little later in the show. We'll have fun at Schuler Bob. But someone recently, aka Bernard, said there's this new snow. Can you sell it? Spell it. Fuck you, Star Wars. Stay out of my shower. I actually have a screenshot. Uh, I wanted to share this real quick, guys, because there's new Star Wars branded soap. You can get Side <laughs> Scrub. Only hope soap, ruthless rinse, and wisdom, wisdom wash. And guess what? None of those soap scents feature any Star Wars prequel characters, boys. <laughs> that those fucking Sasquatch ads on Instagram and shit are so fucking weird. You know, they they're like they're pushing that weird ass fake narrative of like if you stop using it and you smell that metal smell, that's you detoxing from all the all the fucking deodorant stuff that you've been using for years, bro. You don't know what deodorant smells like. I'm just like, why the fuck are you keep showing me stills of dudes' armpits, Sasquatch? That's fucking weird. Knock it the fuck off. I've heard people that have said that that soap is really good. However, I hate that fucking guy in that commercial. You're you're not a dish. You're a man, and it fucking throws a plate against the thing. I'm like, you look like my buddy Lunchbox in a way that I don't like. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and when, when you call somebody Lunchbox, it's 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 on a term of endearment. It's just kind of like, yeah, you're uh you're a few fresh shirt of a Happy Meal, buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah. We we called him that because he was a a big time eater of everybody else's food whenever we would go out and do things. So he'd finish all of our plates. So he was the Lunchbox. <laughs> hey, hey, man, you you stored your food that? in him. Not now. <laughs> It may have been inspired by clerks. I don't know. My buddy Lunchbox. He he, he lives up in Michigan now. Oh, okay. Inspiration to us all. Um, yeah. yeah it's and, and and also like I I know I know for a minute like the Sasquatch soaps were popular, and I love how like doesn't <laughs> your Star Wars was trying to get partnered with them. It's like oh we'll, we'll make these soaps and they'll love them. It's like no, you put your goddamn like Star Wars logo on everything on fucking lettuce on spinach all kinds of bullshit like that and nobody gave a shit. You, even you even had you know. Uh, the Star Wars logo on Campbell Soup. Nobody fucking bought more Campbell Soup, so I don't know what you're trying to do here. Like it's it's not working. Yeah, the fucking shotgun. I, the, that the fucking shotgun approach was pretty fucking weird. Where it's like we're gonna put Star Trek or Star Trek. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> shit. All the properties are, are weird nowadays, but fucking we're gonna put Star Wars on produce, and it's like oh man, nothing makes my tomatoes taste better. Lettuce. That's right. Nothing makes my produce taste better than fucking branding. <laughs> for a minute it sounded like he said nothing makes my produce taste better than brandon and i was like i don't know who brandon is bro but if it helps with you know parsnips and shit cool <laughs> right yeah like you're into what you're into brother like he's the gimp in the corner that him and hillary you know use every now and again <laughs> hillary get the gimp he's sleeping i said get the or you better wake him the fuck up huh Oh, so that's what that thing was <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Uh so yeah, that was just kind of like the perfect timing to get a message uh about the Star Wars soap because I saw that earlier and I'm like <laughs> Sonny Crockett says Star Wars for nothing on the Saint Vitus dance. Oh my god. Sonny <laughs> Crockett. Dion. Yes. You need to watch the Miami Vice movie with me soon. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Underrated movie. Underrated movie. It's 
it ain't greatest thing, but I don't feel like enough people talk about it. Exactly. I like. I, I like. The, I love that movie. I love the soundtrack. You know, I'm a fan. I'm a. I'm a fan of the combination of uh, of our boy Jamie Fox and um, fuck. I almost call him Conor Colin McGregor. Conor Farrell. Thank you. I'm like, oh, call him. Call fucking Conor McGregor was Dude, in Miami Vice. If it was Conor McGregor and Jamie Fox, that'd be a crazy fucking movie. That'd be. <laughs> that's a way different movie. That's a way different oh, yeah. movie. <laughs> Now, oh, shit. folks, it's Jamie Foxx and Conor McGregor doing coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's the party I want to be invited to. Yes, one hundred percent. And then, and, and then, and then, Quentin Tarantino shows up for no reason. It's like, all right, yep. But that's when the and Conor McGregor is just like, stop touching my fucking feet. Thank you. I was gonna say Tarantino can't help himself publicly. It's a foot, dude. No. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't made a movie yet just called Feet. And it's just pictures of feet and people randomly screaming the N word well, for no, no, no other no. reason he, than it's a Tarantino and film. It's, and, it, and it's and it's on his phone. That, that, that's where it is. Hey, Kendo, did we? Yeah. Was it you that I was talking to about the making of Idiocracy recently? Yes. Okay, so did we talk about how Mike Judge didn't direct that scene? They actually played the footage of an ass in front of the theater, and they just started laughing like that naturally. That's kind of sad. It is very sad, man, but that's uh, that's the state of the world. Uh, so, yeah. folks, tonight we have a lot of stuff to cover. We're going to be talking about um, some good news, some bad news. The Ghostbusters trailer, the Black lawsuit, the new Suicide Squad. It's the highest rated DC film ever, but so is the original. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. Of course, we'll mention in passing because this show operates a little independently from our other live show. Uh, we'll talk about Kevin Smith's He-Man Backlash. And uh, if anyone actually gives a shit about part two. So before we start any of that stuff, folks, let's talk about our show. Let's start our show like we always do. Patreon. Nothing new uh, to announce, but I'm going to be filming some extra stuff from the road trip that's coming up. So just a little uh, trek across America. If you're into that sort of thing, check us out. Uh, we're going to be adding more. So we will be adding a bunch of hangovers and stuff. Uh, not this week, but the following week. Because this coming week next show we will not have an episode i'll be traveling across the country back to california things are on the normal schedule it's been a fun summer got to hang out with family see everybody reconnect with friends it was awesome but now it's time to get back to the real world and take care of business so speaking of business guys we play a game on this show every week our word game uh we could call it i don't know we'll figure something out but uh have we used the word turd before Oh. I don't think so. Describing movies, yes. <laughs> well, then fine. We'll use the backup word bunghole. <laughs> or somebody in the chat said wang. How about we use wang? Have we used wang? Wang's good. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think YouTube will. Uh, will, 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 will flag wang right away. You know. So. Not if we talk about wang, wang chunk. That's true. That's true. Uh, I don't know YouTube. <laughs> you, 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 YouTube. Uh, you, YouTube gets a little, little, little antsy here and here and there. So I mean, if you know. If they hear Wang too many times, then they, they might be like, "What does it mean? Is it a new word? What, what do we need to watch out? What do, do we need to watch out for? I mean, What's going on?" So I'm just gonna take time to make the announcement that I've also changed my last name to Wang, and I just want to go by Wang. So there you go. That's there's how we get through the censors. Put my name Kendo. in a movie title. Kingdom of the Crystal Wang. Wang it is, folks. Hang out with your Wang out. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's the hard Wang. Scott knows what's up. Ooh, hard Wang. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Kendo, what's what's the title we use to test these things? Hot Wang Time Machine. There you go. There about, you go. Oh, we don't do a hot tub Wang. Oh, fine. Hot tub Wang Machine works too. There you go. There you go. 
What a great world we live in. So, folks, we're going to be having fun with that tonight. Now, while you guys are going to do your worst, I have some great news. I didn't even know about this. But uh, there was a Die Hard prequel, and it is dead. Thank goodness. Did you guys know about this? No. 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 That's great news. Yeah, that is great news. Yeah. Oh, that's that's amazing. Okay. um, Well, I don't know if I like why, but Die Hard prequel killed hard by Disney. Die Hard producers say that the Godfather 2-style prequel isn't happening. Die Hard fans looking forward to driving deeper into the mar- marital problems between John McClane and Holly Gennaro. I don't might want to sit down. Yeah, don't we fucking got care. News and bad news. First off, writer, she's Holly McClane back then. She didn't change her name to Gennaro until she got up to Nakatomi Plaza. So these marital yeah. problems you want to talk about, fuck you. Do your research. Watch the goddamn film. Um, the good news is we'll never have to hear someone say the Die Hard prequel is a Christmas movie. The bad news is we're not getting a new Die Hard movie anytime soon. The That's Die Hard fine. prequel, tentatively titled McLean, is dead hard. Following the Disney box office returns of 2013's A Good Day to Die Hard, producers announced a prequel reboot to the series. Well, the story of how Gennaro ended up in Los Angeles will go untold, according to producer Lorenzo de Bonaventura. Yeah, it's not happening, he said. But we what really is interesting is we don't care. Exactly. Thank you. No one wants to see. Yeah. John, nobody. Nobody Willis, gives. Don't show it. Nobody gives two fucks about their goddamn relationship. Like that. That's why that was always like a C or D level story. Nobody fucking cares. We want. We want him to like fight terrorists and like. We want know, him do, to do, kill Kraut. Yeah, we want him to kill. Yeah, we want him to fucking kill bad guys. That's what we want. That's all we want. That's all we want. Yeah. Hey, who called? Who said they were terrorists? <laughs> you know, Did they, they themselves claim to be terrorists? No. Asian Dawn. D-A-W-N. Yeah. Asian Wang. (laughs) W-A. He read about them in time. Uh, (laughs) hmm. John Phillips of London. I have two myself. Yeah, Yeah, but like, okay. We don't really, uh, me, somebody that loves that fucking movie series with the exception of the fifth one I've never watched and the fourth one I've only watched once and was like, meh. But the first three, dude, I can watch them interchangeably anytime I've like a lot, but the thing is, we don't care about what happened to McLean before he got on that plane to go to Los Angeles. We don't care about why she moved and changed her name. We can only assume their marital problems probably had to do with his dedication to the job and her getting into the workforce and getting this wonderful job opportunity, and that's what caused her to get pissed, move across the ch- country, and change her last name. Other than that, we can just speculate, and that's all we need to do because until he steps off the plane. And begins to start shooting, not terrorists. Then that's that's all that matters. Listen, Kendall, we can talk about marital problems in men's fashion all night, but the thing that people need to remember is that they say the, the, the they have that conversation. Like we don't need to dwell into that. It's an open and shut case. It's exactly what you said. She got a job. He was a dedicated cop. He didn't think she was gonna it was gonna work out, and then mm-hmm. they were just separated. And then boom, fucking the thing that happens to all guys going through marital problems, terrorist attack, and you're able to fix it with your fucking estranged spouse. Duh. Yeah. Well, we, okay. yeah. okay, okay. All right. I didn't know Wonderful that happened. Life, bro. Don't have exactly. uh, they, exactly. And then you know what ends up happening after to. that? You know what happens after that? You you fix things with your spouse, and you're going back across the country to go east for for the holidays. And damned if a no- bunch of rogue former army soldiers don't pull some hijacking shit and terrorize things, and you have to do it all over again at an airport. 
Yeah. Exactly. And then the real kick in the dick is in a couple of years down the road, you're you're in New York, you're you're living the cop life. You and your wife are once again estranged because you got into an argument on the phone and you never called her back. And son of a bitch, the little brother of the asshole you threw off the building a couple of years previously, <laughs> he shows up with his own bunch of like little terrorist goofs, and they proceed to steal all the gold out of like the stock exchange. It's terrible. You hate it when these things happen. <laughs> but you know what? He made a good friend in Jesus. That's right. He, he made <laughs> it's Zeus. Not hey Zeus. He said hey Zeus. Why do they keep calling you hey Zeus? Talking <laughs> <laughs> Puerto Rican to you. <laughs> Every time he says that, I bust out laughing. That part oh, never. That's that's the funniest and, part and in the Sam, whole fucking series. Greek God. Dude, and Samuel Jackson plays it so fucking well. Oh my god, yeah. it's ridiculous! Hey guys, um, I think we might have won, or Andrew might have won the movie title already. Kiss, kiss, wang, bang. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's, that's a, a good that's one. A, that's a good one. Also, that's a good shout one. Out, shout out to Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yep, yep. I want to watch that documentary. So you know that game, like Six Degrees of Separation. Yep. Yes. We can play that. We're like one degree of separation from Val Kilmer. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, uh, we know a guy who works with him in this. Like, he does like a pottery thing now. That's his hobby. And mm-hmm. Jesse is like through fencing, is friends with the guy that like works there or runs it or something. And he talks about his friend Val, and it's Val Kilmer. <laughs> so it's really oh, oh, oh well. I mean, how is how how is he uh, realistically? I mean, how how is he doing? Is he doing okay? What are the chances I can get him to sign my tombstone movie movie poster? No, but he'll sign anything with the saint on it. <laughs> oh. I what a twist! Mean, I guess that's a tangential <laughs> win. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, let's just cut that part of the poster off. Stuff, uh, with tonight's show. So now, guys, we, we we avoided a bullet with the terrible Die Hard prequel, but it looks like we're gonna get a shittier Predator film. You guys ready for this? Oh. I mean, is it possible to do that at this point? A shittier Predator film? You guys ready to hear what, mm. what it is? Uh, yes. Pull the bandit off, goddammit. Pull it off. New Predator movie will be called Skull and will feature a female hero following the Predator's first journey to Earth. So, what? Um, yeah. uh, his first journey, journey to Earth was already chronicled in a movie. Yes, it was. And a very good one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't know why we have to... Um, do this bullshit, but uh, okay. Well, here I'll give you guys a little more uh, information. Uh, new details have been revealed about Dan Trachtenberg's upcoming Predator movie as the final leg of production gets underway. During a recent interview with Collider, uh, producer John Davis and John Fox revealed the new title will be Skull and probably three quarters away through production. They also shared that Trachtenberg's film will be a female front origin story tracking the Predator's first journey to Earth. It goes back to what made the original Predator movie work. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, <laughs> okay. copious amounts of action. Yeah, yeah Carl Weathers. Of, yeah, now, yeah, lot, lots of lots of death the, in the jungle. I'm yeah. going to read the rest of this article in a moment, but I want to take this time to use our platform accurately. World Hollywood, who the fuck listens? You don't have all the elements to make these classic franchises work. I got the Predator. I got the music. Yeah, but you don't have a fucking 35 year Arnold Schwarzenegger shooting shit up. You don't have Carl Weathers being a badass. You don't have Jesse Ventura. You don't have the human characters. It's the same thing these bullshit Halloween movies. Fuck every Michael Myers fan that posted these stupid groups. Michael Myers sexy, is he this, is that. No, Michael Myers doesn't work anymore because his his Dr. Loomis doesn't exist. 
without having the man chase the monster, Halloween doesn't fucking work. So without Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Predator, it really isn't that relevant. Oh, but yeah, there are more Predator movies without Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they'll fucking suck. Like, what is a legit, amazing film in the Predator lineage outside of the first one? You might like the second one. I know you do, Dion, but I'm a sucker for Gary Busey, too. Yeah, I would never I mean, say it's amazing. <laughs> I, I, I would never make that goddamn claim. You know, I, I love to, but it's literally just yeah. Danny Glover yelling at things for two hours, well, which well, is I mean, fine. Yeah, I, I mean, Jeff, you, you, you talk about remakes and things like that. They're 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 ready. They're ready to to do um uh three more Exorcist movies for four hundred million dollars. There's a Chucky TV show coming up. There's even a Dawn of the Dead TV show coming up. Uh, Wait, how did re- a Dawn of the Dead TV show? Yes, a Dawn of the Dead TV show by 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 our by the, the channel we all know and love sci-fi. Um, oh, goody! Now is this going to be set in the Zack Snyder verse? Everything is better. Uh, no, but I've, I have news about him as well. Uh, he he has a prequel to his who his Army of Dead movie coming out, and also he's in production doing a sequel to that. So, oh, thank God! Look, God, yeah. So there 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 are three movies to his goddamn zombie franchise coming in, like coming out. Great. <laughs> I for one am thankful. Uh, God, it's just more stuff to torture Dion with, so it's fine. We'll yeah. do a lot of drunk watch parties with that. He should just focus on making Black Wang moan. Black <laughs> <laughs> or Big Wang in Little China. <laughs> I mean, China wasn't that little when she was taking this Big Wang, so. Oh, God. That's a good, That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. She was now, guys, from a, dressed like Howard Finkel. Let, now, let me add a little more to this uh, Predator story. Before we move on, it's being likened to Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant. It's ingenuity of a human being what? Oh, was on. able to observe <laughs> and interpret basically stronger, <laughs> more powerful that's, than a well-armed force. So, what we're hearing, folks, is I swear to God, quote me on it, July 29th, 2021. The next Predator is the next Terminator Dark Fate. Email led, gonna be the strongest, gonna be the bestest. Here's more, too. Uh, they don't know what the tone of the film will be. If it'll be an R rating or a PG thirteen, it all depends. Oh, PG thirteen won't work. Don't man. even Come know. On now. Oh my god, dude, this is so ridiculous. And don't get me—I I definitely uh, agree with Darian. I—I I, I would say that Predators was the last great one because that one was that one was an accidental great Predator. Wait, movie, the the, the one that Rodriguez did? Yeah, yeah, and surprise, even was- though. No, yeah, I was, yeah, I was, per- I was very surprised about that one as well because, like, yep. I, I think we had Requiem and Requiem Part Two before that, and then he did one, and I was like, this was actually really good. And then, yeah. and then once he did it, once he did one, once he did that, they're like, nope, never again. And then it's like, what? That was really fucking good. Yeah, people really fucking loved it. I thought the characters in there were great, and you had a great female character in Predators, and they didn't shove, he didn't shove it in your face, like, hey, uh, this is a woman who's awesome. And she saves the day all the time from the beginning of the movie. She was fucking awesome. That actress is fantastic, you know, because she's in was it Queen of the South or whatever. But um, it's just anytime you know it's gonna be fucking, it's gonna be dark fate levels of bad because the fact that they're they're linking it to the Revenant without knowing what the rating of the fucking movie is going to be means they're just talking out of their fucking ass right now. And they, right. It's, so once again, they're checking all the boxes instead of focusing on making it a great fucking movie. You know, it's, it's just the most ridiculous fucking thing in the world. Stop trying to get people who, you know, aren't going to f- hear about the movie until it's released to try and get excited for this movie. Like, I, I understand it. I get it. You want women to come see your movie. I understand that. That's great. You want Collider and Vox and fucking 
and and fucking all these other goofy ass websites to love your fucking movie too, but focus on your movie and you're clearly not focusing on it. Who the fuck cares if it's like The Revenant? That movie was hot for five fucking minutes. People don't talk about that movie today. The only other reason people talk about The Revenant is because DiCaprio probably should have won for Wolf of Wall Street. He finally got his fucking Oscar. The movie was pretty good. And now we could all sleep nice and soundly knowing that Leo has a fucking Oscar. That's why that movie was fucking popular. Just like That's Tyler Perry. Just shut the fuck up. The point <laughs> is... <laughs> I don't nobody, like that. No, nobody cares about using Predator as fucking social commentary. It just, it's just what? not going to work. We're going to use. Just we're, not going to work. We're, we're, we're going to use the Sarlacc-faced alien as, uh, as 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 social commentary for the black experience in our movie. No, don't fucking do that. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yes. No one's watching the Predator to be like, yeah, man, I love people of color and women more now because of Predator, dog. I'm so glad I saw the movie of the alien with a vagina mouth because now I appreciate vaginas more so than I did before I walked in this here theater. Thank you, Hollywood, for once again proving that not only do I need you to tell me about the ladies, but also aliens with vagina mouths. Turn me on, and I now know that. Thank you. All right. I well, kind of feel thank like you coming, if, if, thank you for coming it, to my TED talk. I feel like I feel like you use the predator as an introduction to you know how vaginas are. You might just scare a whole lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> or, or or you forget and you accidentally hire Olivia Munn and try to make her like an action star. That's what happens when you do that. And don't get me wrong, I actually liked the Predator. I understand it's not the greatest movie. And I didn't realize that I needed a Tom Jane, Keegan Michael Key movie, buddy cop movie until I saw that movie. But hundred no, 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 that that was for me. That was the only good thing out of that because their 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 character, like dynamic, worked so fucking well. And I was like, can we get this movie instead? I want this one. I know. Listen, I understand people don't like it. I'm not dumping on it, but the like it was the the predator was somewhat was at least somewhat fun, you know, randomly. Like I, I enjoyed it. It was just, it was just not greatly executed. And this is gonna happen again. Like I just don't, I don't get what it is with this franchise. The fact that there are just two really good ones, and the rest. I mean, even you know, I, I, I'll kind of put two as as good, but the rest are just so. Like they don't know the tone of the movie that they want to have, especially yeah. AVP. AVP oh my God. one and AVP Requiem are just two terrible fucking movies. A prime example when you don't know what you want to do with a franchise. Like that just that that and they're doing it again. Like it's just like, hey, we're gonna make Silent Lathan an action star, but then kind of like forget to have a movie underneath it, and then the sequel's just gonna be weird as fuck and it would be a small town and we don't know the tone of our movie, but we're going to put it out anyway for Christmas. So fuck you guys watch our stuff. And it's happening again. Like you don't, don't tell me about your movie unless you know what the fuck you're doing. The minute you start with, Hey, it's female, it's female led. It's like the revenant. I 100% know that you know nothing that you're, what you're fucking talking about. That, that That's the equivalent of the kid in school. That's like, yo, my dad was a CIA agent and he told me how to kill a man using just my first two fingers. Everyone's like, yo, shut the fuck up, kid. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
God damn it! I, yeah, this is such a like, like all already like this is this this is the Charlie's Angel bullshit. Where, like already they're setting themselves up for failure. Already yep. there's not even a one sheet, yep. there's no yeah. tagline, there's no picture, there's no production stills, there's not even the fucking photo of a cover of a goddamn script. We're already there out of the gate being like, yeah, female female empowerment. Go, you need to watch a movie now because of this. It's like you've already fucked up. <laughs> you've already yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Good luck getting your money back now. <laughs> Yep, because we are. That's a, the f- number one indicator that you have zero idea what you want to do with that fucking movie. Go ahead and give Elizabeth Banks a call and ask her how that shit worked out. <laughs> now, guys, let's talk about life imitating art. Kendo, yeah, you're a South Park fan, the biggest on the channel, I would say. Yep, easily. <laughs> do you remember the Casa Bonita episode? I do. The Casa Bonita episode's great because. It just shows you even further proof of how completely depraved Cartman is. Now, did you hear that Casa Bonita has some uh, financial issues? Um, I saw a brief headline today as I was scrolling through my news feed, and I did not get a chance to click on it, but I saw something. That, it had a picture of Trey Parker and Matt Stone, and it said something about them buying Casa Bonita. Yeah, they're trying to buy it. Uh, I wish they would. I don't care what they do with it. I don't have any intention to go, but I think it's funny that the guy, like when a, when a place is going out of business, the guys that made money from making fun of it want to bail it out or buy it. Yeah. So I hope that happens because I will, if they do buy it, I'll make my way out there to check it out. Oh, dude, don't? I'll be, oh yeah, I'm only going to be a couple hours away from it if they put it in Denver. So of course I'll go. <laughs> yeah, Casa Bonita. That was such a great episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fucking Cartman. Anyway. Uh, moving on, just to keep South Park in the news. Oh, yeah, guys, uh, before we get into a couple other things, there Michael B. Jordan is in the news. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Because he was in Space Jam 2? Yeah, right? He was so awesome in that. Said no one ever. No, but um, Michael B. Jordan is in the news because allegedly he's working on a new Black Superman project. That's oh, been boy. going crazy on fucking Instagram, and it's like... This this is this oh my people for are just so enamored with this shit and I don't know why I mean I know why but so you know uh, Michael B Jordan is doing his own Black Superman project for HBO Max separate from a planned movie now this is coming from comicbook.com so I I don't know they're a blue check mark so I guess they're better than we got this covered <laughs> but we're about to have five different Supermen we have Henry Cavill and there's a Taylor Hecklin guy. Then there's going to be whoever's in the J.J. Abrams film. Then there's going to be Michael B. Jordan. And then Dean Cain's still Superman to me. But anyway, or sorry, Brandon Routh still plays fucking Superman on TV. Uh, yeah, there's... Yeah, this is this is gonna confuse the general audience to no goddamn end. They're gonna be like, "What is the? Why are they making this movie? There's no part two. There's no continuation. Wait, hold on, he's black now. What's going on? Like, uh, what are, are they rebooting the franchise? Like, it's going to confuse the general audience is so goddamn much that they might just throw their hands up and be like, "I don't care anymore." Right. Yeah. It's... Well, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I think, and that's the that's the thing that Superman in general has suffered from. Um, and don't get me wrong, I, I if the thing that worries me about the Michael B. Jordan thing is they're not they're not they're not for sure saying it's he's going to be Clark Kent. Like they won't, they won't say, they won't confirm that he's being, that he's Calvin or whatever. That's what worries me about that. Number one, number two, you know, there's just this weird thing about Superman that again, they don't know what they want to do. And, and, and a lot of that I put blame is, is on CW, right? Because they tried to flood the market really quickly 
to ride the coattails of the DC movies that a lot of people are just kind of like, oh, more Superman shit. You know, it's 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 they they, they can't pick one flagship thing that they want to do now. So um, yeah, it's just you know flooding the market with Superman now. So now you're gonna have a movie, a separate Superman movie, and an HBO Max film or, or series or whatever the fuck it's gonna be. You know, I, you're you're you're, you're fu- like we're already have so much Superman superhero stuff, but now it's Superman when we don't have a whole lot of good Superman stuff going out. It's, it's just a recipe for disaster. The numbers don't fucking lie, and it spells disaster for us at Sacrifice. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Uh, I got to play Steiner math for Mary on the High Council this week, and she was so lost. <laughs> she, was, she was. She was she like PD, just fucking trying to count. Like what? What? <laughs> I've got chain mail on my head. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't even know anymore. Petey Williams, is he? Well, I would say has he ever been relevant, but is he still wrestling? Is he in AEW? Have they signed him yet, Kendo? Uh, as far as I know, <laughs> they have not. I think uh, he's with Impact still, I think. I want to say. But AEW wants to, wants to sign everybody all of a sudden now. Yeah, it's uh it's it's very interesting how that shit's gonna work out. But you know, it's you know, it's sink or swim. I'm I'm kind of excited to see the fucking pure pandemonium it's gonna create. <laughs> Sorry, I've been laughing at the West Wang for the last 20 seconds. And <laughs> so, uh, folks, I think it's time to pay attention to your Wangs, your Wang topics, that is, uh, in just a moment. So, let's take a break and get caught back up on some Super Chats. Message! 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 <laughs> All right. So, our first comes from our buddy, Dr. Coffin Nails. He says, on vacation with my family, FYI. If I ever take a cross-country trip again, I'm freezing my effing family in carbonite until we reach our goddamn destination. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> Dr. Carbonales, do you want to come on the podcast and uh, and, and, and tell, tell us how you, how you really feel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Carbonales, hopefully you survive your summer trip so you can make it to Horror Hound. Nick, where will... Sorry, when will we be at Horror Hound, uh, sir? Horror Hound will be in Cincinnati, Ohio at the Sharonville Convention Center uh, September 10th through the 12th. Yeah, and it's going to be awesome. Who do we? Uh, I'm trying to pull up some guests real quick because um, I don't know off the top of my head. For some reason, it took me to the 2016 show. And <laughs> Bill you, is taking you? me to the. Yeah, they're not very good at updating their website. Okay, well, hey, hey, our, our buddy Billy Zan's going to be back, so I think I think Dion hey, needs to go. Hey, uh, um, Dion, how would you bring feel back the turkey about, suit? I was going to say, how would you feel about getting another turkey suit and having that video ready and say, Billy, do you remember me? <laughs> I feel like we can make it happen, boys. Um, also, also Nick Castle is going to be there. Um, we have Jason Muse, uh, Jeff Anderson, Brian O'Halloran, uh, Dante and uh, Randall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and look, and yeah, a lot of people from um, what was it? Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, the 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 Dream Master. So a lot, of, a lot of people from that movie coming uh, as well. Oh, they should have just got Don Dockin. <laughs> I agree. I 100% agree. I think I'll. I would pay for Nick Castle's autograph. Yeah. Also, also Robert England's going to be there. Michael Michael Rooker. So. Oh wait, Paul Sorvino! Holy shit! We got to go meet Paul Sorvino, Dion. Deal. Even money talks. That's right. We love you, Paul. <laughs> Dude, you got to go up to him and be like, "I'm Victor Moan Jr." and see if he laughs at you. Yeah. <laughs> 
me and your father, we go way back. Way back, that's right. Junior Walker Jr., Sammy Davis Jr., Jr. I was reading a Wikipedia article, or sorry, I was reading an IMDb post about that movie, and it said that if the Moon Jr. was real, he would only be nine years old around the time of Money Talks because Victor Moon and Diane Carroll got married in whatever year, and he wouldn't be old enough to be Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, one, of, was... one, of, one of the best lines is, so you're half and half Italian. <laughs> oh. Even as a kid, I'm just like, that's, a, that's an interesting way to put that. Yeah. Now, yeah, speaking yeah, of because it... SA Troubles 08 says, I'm moist for you, Dion. Oh, then and he said the word moist too. God damn it! Yeah, I just read what they say. Not a band account says Kevin Smith lost his talent when he gave up meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He started putting a whole different kind of meat in his mouth here lately, didn't he? That's not new. Well, I, you know, you he's, think... he, he's 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 big. He's big in Hollywood for a reason. I was about to say, how do you think Jersey Girl got made? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I mean, nope. They read the script. They knew no one was going to see it, but, you know, Kevin Smith knew what to do right all over the chest, as he says himself. <laughs> the best thing about making fun of Kevin Smith is all you have to do is repeat the same shit he says about himself, and you sound like the biggest asshole on the planet. He, and then he starts crying and shit. His self-deprecation is wonderful. <sighs> Donald Kevin Camp. Donald Camp definitely uh, reads our description. He says, here's some money for Omaha Steaks and a Jamaram. Have a great show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love delicious Omaha Steaks, Kendall, don't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you want to have a good show, you can have a good show. But if you want to have a great show, you should start your show with some Omaha Steaks. You should also start your, start, start. <laughs> you should also start your <laughs> show like this. Jamaram! There you go. And while, and while you're making your Omaha Steaks, make, make sure you got some blue chew as well. Right. That you'll have every kind of meat Kevin Smith could like. Correct. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, Roger Ariola says, "Mary Boff kill, uh, Ben edition, Quadrinero solo Kenobi go." <laughs> Wait, what? This is a no good idea one. what on, that was. Yeah, 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 me neither. So we're playing fuck Mary kill with Ben Quadrineros, Ben Kenobi, Ben Solo. Who's I'm killing Ben Solo, 100%. Yep. I'm putting yeah. a bullet in his fucking head from the yeah. fucking jump. I'm marrying... I'm, I'm definitely marrying Alec Guinness Kenobi. And my boy, listen. Ewan, you, that, that leaves one more, one more for you, buddy. And that hair from Revenge of the Sith, you're getting it. You're getting buddy, it. He's, <laughs> he's not on the list. Oh, who was the other one? Ben Quadraneros, the alien from the pod racing scene. Oh, well, I'll we can make that work. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, let me just pull up a picture of Ben Quadraneros. Yeah, yeah, because like, yeah, you saw the name and I was like, what? Ben Quadraneros could be like a Mexican dude, but no. How dare you, you, you assume his ethnicity, Jeff? I'm going to show you a picture of him. Oh shit! He could be a Mexican dude, but whatever the hell you want about Ben Quadraneros. There you go, Quadraneros. Oh, gee. Oh god. I fucking love it. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, up next we have our friend uh, Doug Keller, who says Wang Impact, Wang to Society, Black Wang, the Big Lewangski. Ben Quaginero salsa. 
<laughs> he does look like he makes some bomb ass salsa. <laughs> bomb ass <dad> salsa. <laughs> you son of a bitch! That was beautiful. I know it was terrible. <laughs> but uh, we'll keep Mister Quadraneros up while folks at home can play their favorite game. Uh, Fuck Mary Kill Ben Edition. Ben Quadraneros, Ben Solo, or Ben Kenobi. Go. <laughs> Uh, so, in the film The Big Lewanski, when they're coming off, we're coming to cut the dude's Johnson off. Um, yeah. That just that scene doesn't even have to change. They punch your Van Lebowski instead of your Johnson. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fits perfectly. That fucking rug oh. brought the whole room together. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> somebody posted "Throw Mama from the Wang." I like that <laughs> idea. <laughs> hey, um, that sounds like a triplex parody. Uh, ew, any pair, anything triple X with Ann Ramsey makes me want to throw myself from a fucking train. That one, <laughs> dude. Jesse and I watched The Goonies twice over this trip, and she every time we watch it, she goes, "That woman looks just like Sam Kinison," and I go, "You're not wrong." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Primer, thank you very much. WWE equals Wang Wrestling Entertainment. Yep. At this point, I mean, yeah. Is it I really am enjoying either? Roman Reigns though? I'll, I'll admit that. Has he has he finally become enjoyable? No, nope. yeah, he's man, not really. He's he's better than he was. He's he's doing what they should have done fucking six years ago. But it's 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 a uh, you know it's way better than the shit that we've been shoved down our throats since 2015. Yeah, if only his sons could stop getting caught drunk driving. <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> the greatest the greatest punishment ever at WWE is getting a title run when you get caught yeah. driving loaded. <laughs> Hey, you just got popped for your third DUI. Ah, we're going to give you guys a championship. Yep. Sends a great message for the locker room. Jeez. But acknowledge um, me. I'm your tribal chief. <laughs> hey, and this is something I want to say after I beat someone's ass. Acknowledge me. Really? Yep. Acknowledge this. <laughs> ah, one of my favorite gifts <laughs> of all time. <laughs> The fact that they that the, 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 the arm thing is real and they actually did that is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever experienced in my life. It's just oh my I, god, it's so goddamn funny. I have so used stupid. that so many times in certain Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you make me proud, Kendo. Yeah, well, the Oscar nominated a hole says, "If you ever want to watch a trailer that'll make you say WTF, check out Lamb. It was just released yesterday as one of the most bizarre trailers ever." Nick, write down Lamb. We'll check it out. Um, oh, okay. I've heard about Lamb. Lamb is from our our, our wonderful uh, loved uh, company called A twenty four, which for me oh, they're hit. One of those they're, films. They, yeah, they're hit. They hit or miss because sometimes sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're just horribly fucking just like artsy and just like I don't want to so, watch this. I'm dying to make look. No one's gonna watch this specific video, but I would love to make a video on why Midsummer is just as stupid as every Friday the Thirteenth movie. <laughs> because I am so tired of trying to have a conversation about a film and somebody goes, Midsummer was so great. It's like, look, I watched it. It stuck with me for all the wrong reasons. We we now accept interesting concept, terrible execution, but it's cheap, so it's high art now. Like, I don't like that. You know, A24 films are they represent something cool, but I wish we could just take ourselves away from like that awe value of art. And just like actually pay attention if these films are entertaining because so far with what I've seen of their work, it isn't. 
Yeah, I mean, so like 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 I've said, for me, it's like hit or, hit or miss. They've had a couple, you know, interesting ones here and there, uh, but nothing that's really been like you know awesome. Uh, but yeah, man, it's it's a twenty four. Every every time I see them attached to a film, I'm just like uh, probably not, not gonna go watch it. Yeah, probably not gonna go watch it. Uh, in just a moment, folks, we're gonna start talking about Black Widow. Yay! Uh, it's funny how. This Disney film, this Marvel film, probably will have one of the most disappointing endings of all time. Because, <laughs> so dude, think of it for a minute like this. They kill her off in this movie, or sorry, they kill her off in Endgame. We all say they shouldn't do anything with her after this. And now it's official today. She's gone, gone, and now suing them. So this is the end <laughs> of Black Widow. But but again, that, and, 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 and you know, listen, I've... You know, as you guys know, fun conspiracy theories. I fucking I love laughing Ooh. about that shit. Ooh. But that explains why that movie fell. So, don't get me wrong. I really liked Black Widow. You know, I'm I'm probably gonna buy it. But just the fucking kiss assery that was going on with Black Widow was so off putting. And for the longest time, I couldn't place it. You know, especially with 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 the build for the movie and all the fucking advertising they did around it it's like why why are we here like this is this is this is mayweather pacquiao it's happening too late you know it should have happened fucking 2 years ago and now it makes sense because they must have known that she was thinking about fucking suing them somehow some way they, they it, it, it was coming down the pipe that she was going to fucking sue marvel and they were trying to fucking get make it to where they weren't that she didn't have she wasn't gonna do it, and that makes so much more fucking sense to me now because as weird as fucking hardcore as that movie was being pushed, despite the hilarious bit as Anna lovingly pointed out on Twitter a couple weeks ago, how you know <laughs> fucking they used a body double for fucking Taskmaster, it's just like now I know why that movie's so fucking so disjointed, you know, and you had said it perfectly when you saw it. And we talked about it on the show. Now, now we know why. Now we fucking know why. Because they were praying to the go- old gods and the new that good old Scarlet wasn't gonna fucking sue. So <laughs> let's just jump ahead. Scarlett Johansson sues Disney for releasing Black Widow in theaters and on Disney Plus. Scarlett Johansson may have retired as the Avengers resident Black Widow and passed the torch to Florence Pugh, but it appears that the actress still has some unfinished business with Marvel Entertainment and its parent company, Walt Disney. As originally reported in the Wall Street Journal, the actress who played Natasha Romanoff over a 10-year period from 2010's Iron Man 2 to the Black Widow solo adventure that opened in July after a year-long delay has filed a breach of contract lawsuit against her former employers. Ooh, this is getting good. So, at the issue. Uh, at issue is the way Disney ultimately chose to release the movie. Originally scheduled as an open exclusively in theaters in May 2020, Black Widow was reportedly delayed due to the coronavirus pandemic. Remember when we weren't allowed to talk and say those words because we were censored by Google? Yep. 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 I just wanted to bring that back to people. Uh, yeah, that happened. We got censored because we couldn't talk about something that was killing millions of people. Sorry, but fuck that. I was just going to say it again. Anyway, eventually the studio made a decision to pursue a hybrid release, opening the massively uh, budgeted movie and multiplexes the same day it premiered on Disney Plus streaming as a premiere access title, which are an extra $30 on top of your subscription. According to the lawsuit that Johnson had filed on Thursday in Los Angeles Superior Court, a hybrid release plan breached her original contract with Marvel Entertainment and Disney, which reportedly guaranteed an exclusive theatrical release. 
Furthermore, her salary for the film would be largely based on how it performed at the box office. Although Black Widow grossed more than $200 million worldwide uh, during its opening weekend, including $80 million at the theatrical box office and $60 million via Disney+. Plus. Then the film experienced a significant drop-off in the subsequent weeks. Mm-hmm. Disney intentionally introduced, sorry, Disney intentionally induced Marvel's breach of contract agreement without justification in order to prevent Miss Johansson from realizing the full benefit of her bargain with Marvel, the lawsuit states. Now, this. But they love women. Yep. But they love women, boys and girls. They want you to believe it. <laughs> they love women all up until they have to pay them. Yeah, they well they they love everybody until they have to pay them or just put them on the front of a poster, you know, film in the yeah. area where they're you know, you know, enslaving people. But you know what? They love people. They love they love women. They love everybody. Yeah, you know? man. They want us all to be happy go lucky, all together, kumbaya, till they got to fork over the change, son. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. here's where I have trouble having sympathy for anyone involved because I have no sympathy. No uh, sympathy. I'm a lot of sympathy. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, sources told the journal that the actress could stand to lose upwards of fifty million dollars in bonuses over the move. Guys. Oh, oh my God, Scarlett oh. Johansson! I'm so sorry. You're going to lose that on fifty million dollars. Yeah. Now <laughs> you only have five hundred million dollars. Mm. But, but remember, she was all she was all about not being sexualized, right? She was yep. all that's the thing she was pushing before the movie came out, right? This one respected her more, am I right? So that's why she liked to doing this one, hey, cause she's a mom now. But oh wait, that check's gonna be a little bit lighter. Fuck that, I'm suing you, son. <laughs> Funny how everybody's idea. What's the what's the thing you said that I fucking love? Keep your fucking opinions in the limo you pulled up in. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's true. <laughs> So, uh, by the way, I looked up Scarlett Johansson's net worth. Scarlett Johansson's worth $165 million. I think she'll um, be okay. I think she's going to be just fine. Now, let's oh, let's hear a little more about this because, again, oh, these poor celebrities. Oh, But also, Disney's wrong, too, because you can't pull this shit. In business, exactly. you can abide by the contract. Just because I don't have any sympathy for Scarlett Johansson's financial uh, oh, yeah, impact 100%. doesn't mean I don't think this situation's beyond fucked up because... Exactly. Keep to your this, word. And guys, Disney accounting, what did we talk about all those years ago? This Captain Marvel situation seems a little fucky. Oh, God, no. The Walt Disney Corporation would never do anything offensive like that. What the mm-hmm. fuck are they doing by the Avengers themselves? <laughs> the goddamn people in the movies are now suing them very publicly. They have fucked up. I'm so tired of any Disney defender. You can't get you. If you come at me, oh, Disney made movies I liked as a kid. I'm going to defend them. No, Disney is a company that screws over their employees, that makes movies in provinces in China where they uh, really fuck with people. The Muslim Uyghur population, we covered that here on the channel. Uh, They want to get invested in international politics. They also want to sell to the Chinese market, so they'll censor their movies and cut black people out of them because... uh, it's a different demographic over there. So the Walt Disney Company Corporation, whatever the fucking C stands for, I don't care about you, and I don't care about your excuses. Now, they've responded to the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit. Would you guys like to hear their vocal response? Oh, yes, oh absolutely. I can't wait to hear this shit. Oh, yeah. In a statement, Disney said there was no merit whatsoever to this filing. The lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in its callous disregard oh. for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 oh, pandemic, no, the company no continued. Disney, as, as they as they as they fired like what was it 20 20 000 people didn't they fire that many people yeah hold on, now, let, me, let me get those numbers for you yeah and mm-hmm. then and then now apparently they're trying to shift employees from 
I think the California Disney location is the Florida one, so they don't have to they don't have to pay taxes and they can pay less taxes. And they're hey, co- guys, they're going to concentrate on that one because of the tax the tax situation now. So. I think Disney deserves some sort of medal for how they've treated their female employees in 2021 because Gina Carano and now this. Now, like I said, I don't have yep. any sympathy for Scarlett yep. Johansson's financial situation, but this is this is screwing over somebody. Maybe it's a bigger contract, but it's still screwing over your employee. So. From that ethical standpoint, that's not cool. I don't care if it's a trillion dollars, and I'm just like, ah, eh, you don't need that money. Well, that, they yeah, that, signed also, that, that agreement. That also explains why she didn't show up at the uh, at the red carpet either. Apparently, see, I. It's funny how everybody knows all the controversies that never have, but nobody saw this one coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they thought it was all happy go and, and I'm I'm 100 with you. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, sneezing at at. at Scratch your hands, she's gonna be fine, right? You know, and again, I and and the fans know me too. And I laugh at any time after posture, 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 something happens to you, and then you're and then the way you handle things changes, right? That being said, you know, y'all had a contract, and did and this is was kind of what they were afraid of, especially to get Marvel off the ground because that's what they did with Robert Downey Jr. That's how he had made a crazy amount of fucking money from the first Avengers movie because they started tying. What what the actors made into how well the fucking movie did. So no matter you know they had they had a set percentage of what they were fucking getting. And like I said, as, as much as I'm you know rolling my eyes at it, it's like yo you y'all owe her some fucking money. You know th- you guys signed this contract. You know and if she, and if she's right, you know you know and she, you know depending on uh, you know what her and her team bring up, you know she'll probably get a, a pretty decent settlement. But you know if, if if what she's saying is true, you guys had a fucking contract, and it's just so funny how Disney postures in the fucking media over and over and over and over again. But the minute they have to pay someone, you know, tens of millions of fucking dollars, they do everything that they can structurally and 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 politically and um and policy wise to not fucking hold up their end of the goddamn bargain, you know. And this is the same company that even when they were releasing Solo, they were stealing the fucking art concept from funk albums and not giving any fucking credit so it's just yep. you know oh yeah disney, I one now yeah, yeah disney loves to fucking posture about how they care about their employees and we we're a family but the minute they gotta fucking pay you what they owe you oh well then they start stammering and they're looking in their pockets like you know what i, I left my wallet at home i'm sorry i must have <laughs> i must have left yeah, can you for, yo listen? I, I'll, I'll hit you back. I promise. Listen, it's me. I'm Disney. I just left my wallet in the province where they still have concentration camps in China. You know, but my my bad. <laughs> I, I swear you can trust me. Well, there's more uh, to this. You guys ready to laugh? Hell yeah. yeah! Yeah, of course. So Disney has fully complied with Miss Johansson's contract, and furthermore, the release of Black Widow on Disney Plus Premier Access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn an additional compensation on top of the twenty million dollars she has received to date. As the Wall Street Journal notes, Johansson's lawsuit could be the opening salvo in a looming battle between creative and business sides of the industry as studios explore other release models beyond theatrical exclusivity. Um, This surely will not be the last case where Hollywood talent stands up to Disney and makes it clear that whatever the company may pretend, it has legal obligations to honor its contracts. Uh, John Berlinski, the attorney, blah, 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 who represents Scarlett Johansson, told the newspaper. Notably, Marvel's next two movies, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings and The Eternals, will open only in theaters on September 3rd and November 5th, respectively. Spider-Man note, uh, Spider-Man comes out, uh, will only be in theaters as well. So, I think we've seen, I think, we've definitely seen the fucking end of in theaters and in theaters, or in theaters and on streaming the same day, and that's fine. I really liked going out to a movie theater. Yeah, Black Widow was whatever, but the experience is still there. It's still fun. 
And yeah, I sat through Space Jam 2. It was a bullshit movie. I sat through a lot of those HBO Max same-day <laughs> releases. And, you know, I'm glad I didn't pay for those. But I'm also not that bitter that I did see this film. And I'm not that bitter that there are other films that I have to drive and go see. Uh, are you guys happy that we don't have to sit and talk about all these hybrid things? They're just going to keep promoting movies as exclusively in theaters and people are going to go see them and things are going to return back to normal. I mean, I'm yeah. good with that. I'm very, very happy. Because, yeah, I, I know a lot of people were like, oh, I don't like going to theaters. It's like, shut up. Just be quiet. Theaters are awesome. Enjoy them. Okay. Yeah. Get a fucking babysitter. Calm your kids the fuck down, and and go out and watch a movie. Okay. Yeah. I and hope... Go up and bitch slap the people that are openly playing and talking loudly on their phones during the movie. Uh, well, what I hope funny, funny those... you say that that happened to me at a theater. There was a guy in front of me who, who who didn't dim dim his screen brightness, and it was like it was like a goddamn lighthouse, and you know, in front of me. And to just slap um, him. Well, no, I, I was about to, but the, then, then the guy the, the guy came down the stairs behind me and literally hit the guy in the fucking head and called him a motherfucker. And I was just like, God damn it. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that's enough humiliation for you, buddy. That guy did it all. Because <laughs> like he, he didn't do it once. He did it like three or four times during the movie. And it was just like bright as fucking hell. And, you know, and, and, and I was like, you know, I was like, dude, like, come on, man. Like, be, you know, be considerate here. And sure enough, a guy just fucking just slapped him upside the head, and it's like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" I was like, "God damn!" I just hope it keeps, you know, people like people realize that movie theaters are fun, and they just don't fuck up in there anymore. It's like we don't care about your conversations, we don't care about your game. Everybody's here to see the fucking movie. We don't care about your commentary. We don't care about what you wear. Uh, just sit there and shut up. Like, yeah, that social setting doesn't exist. We we're there to exhibit a film, not you. So the yeah, more people yeah. can realize that shit, better off it is. And it's all look. I think part of the bitching about movie theaters is kind of what adds to the experience too, because it's I don't know, it's fun. I liked Godzilla twenty fourteen. It's also an event. The, I yeah, love and, watching and, the dude and, injected from the theater for smoking weed. Like I have <laughs> stories to tell. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, we all have stories of, of like us, like when we were younger, sneaking to theaters and watching the R-rated movie that we weren't supposed to as kids. Like we all have that story, you know? Oh yeah. Well, and, and I think you know the, the the interesting thing, especially in this, you know, in this day and age where so much is tied to social media. I mean, and and you can see that so much of that is a part of that. You know, people, you know, people, everyone's looking to be the next, you know, quote unquote in, influencer, where they're fucking filming themselves at the fucking movie or filming them and their fucking girlfriend who doesn't actually like them at the fucking movie. And, 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 and that has taken away the legitimate concern was how expensive it is, which I understand. Right. You know, I got to take kids and, and sisters and wives to fucking movies and that shit, that shit can get um, expensive. And I think people want, I, I know I should make them start paying me for all the shit I got to do around this. Oh place. dude, you but, should send them a bill at the end of every week. That's what I'm doing. You know what? I like the way you think. That's you the first thing I'm gonna fucking do. You're gonna pull out, gonna pull out this receipt, and at the bottom, it's gonna say bullshit tax. Whatever money you feel is accurate, that is what you charge that Dion's, week. Dion's gonna gonna get a QuickBooks application and start sending out invoices. Listen. That's right. That's right. I'm the only one contributing to anything about our retirement up in this motherfucker. So y'all gonna have to start paying some bills to me. I need conversation, goddammit. Plus the whole security aspect. Y'all walking with a big black dude around here feeling safe up in this motherfucker. Yeah. You know, I, I'm supposed to be taking knife stab wounds and bullets. I need compensation. You know, me, you know what? Scar Joe, you and me got a lot more in common than I thought originally, girl. <laughs> um, you know, but I think that the, the, the thing that 
you know, the 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 part that people wanted was the option to not have to do that. And of course, fucking movie studios abuse that. Like, yeah, sure, you could watch it at home, but it's an additional thirty fucking dollars on top of what you already paid, and that fucking changed the conversation because again. You know, movie studios cannot help themselves. Instead of giving people a viable option to not have to go to the theater, which, you know, don't get me wrong, I'd much rather go to the theater. I still have no problem paying a little bit extra for my local fucking theater. But, you know, the fucking goddamn, you know, HBO Max and Disney Plus already ruined it for people, you know? So now we're back to a conversation of, you know what? I actually, now that I didn't have it, I know what the I, I I enjoy going to a movie theater. I enjoy going to the new chain, the local chain that had you know has fucking service and shit, you know. And I enjoy fucking you know yelling at people or talking shit to someone that has their fucking phone. It's 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 a it's a it's a cultural event that I am very happy to see back. And you know, fuck HBO Max and Disney Plus for making trying to make me pay an additional thirty goddamn dollars to see a movie that just got released. That's bullshit. I just yeah. can't justify paying for a streaming service and then expecting to pay more in it it's it's dlc and yep. dlc sucks yep. oh yeah it does it does now we got microtransactions in our fucking movies that's fuck the world don't 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 say that shit this is gonna hear you and, and start and start having you pay like midway through the movie it's like which way do you want the movie to go Yep. But yep. what are you gonna pay for? Pay pay more for it. Like that's if you want the deleted scene, pay an additional fifteen dollars now, and it'll be seamlessly mm. integrated into your movie going experience. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 honestly surprised that they haven't like sent you an email saying like, how did you like the movie? If you liked it this much, would you like to pre pre order the Blu-ray for like eighty dollars? I'm I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. In all honesty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine paying thirty additional dollars for one movie. That's fucking crazy, you know. Yeah. And and they're, they're, they justify, well, you're watching it with your family, whatever. It's like, but thirty dollars. I had to pay thirty fucking dollars on top of the streaming price I already pay. That's fucking crazy. That's and then and, and, and then me and my family have to have to like get pizza and eat dinner and watch this bullshit. Like, come on, now. yeah, yeah. Hey, Nick, <laughs> what's up? I got your number. You asked for it. Uh, in November of 2020, Disney laid off 32,000 workers, or okay. they increased their layoffs to 32,000 workers, excuse me. Yeah. And it says Disney will lay off 32,000 employees in the first half of the fiscal 2021. Yeah, uh, man. See, and uh, nice and and uh, and people and people are just like, yeah, you know, they made a lot of movies when I was a kid that were really awesome. Like, go. F- I'm sorry, but 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 fuck you. <laughs> Really, Look, I enjoy. I don't, I don't care. I do not care. I I grew up with Disney as well, right? I I watched a lot of their movies as a as a kid, but I that's when I was a kid. I'm no longer a kid. I grew I grew the fuck up. Okay. Well, the thing I, I like better shit now. These people look just because you made a movie that makes you happy, or just because someone made a movie that makes you happy, doesn't justify everything else. Or give them a pass. It, it's so dumb to just blindly accept any brand or any property. Yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah, and, and, and like especially especially people who accept those companies during like Pride Month or whatever. It's like, oh, they're making a change. Like they're doing it for thirty days. Calm, like, calm the fuck down. And they're only in money. like the Western countries, they're not doing it. <laughs> you know, we we had those side by sides. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, Sony's all about pride, acceptance, except for in Sony, the Middle East. They're like, ah, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> we're not going to say nothing about that. Yeah, <laughs> don't pay attention to our American Twitter. <laughs> we uh we don't really mean it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That, yeah, like that, that's a bullshit. Like they're they're companies, they're they're there to make money. That's what they do, and they will do almost. It seems like these is almost damn near anything to get to, to pry the money out of your cold dead fingers. So I mean, you know, be 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 wary of that shit. Now I gotta ask you guys: Do you think this is gonna 
this is one of those dominoes that we're seeing hit Disney harder than we realize. Like, I don't care that the coronavirus or COVID or whatever you want to say affected them. I, they're a multi-billion dollar company. I care about the people, the employees. I don't care about what the top, because clearly their priorities are the the, the top, the, the Bob Chapex and the Bob Igers and all these people. Didn't Bob Iger come back after quitting? Like, yep. back yeah. to yeah, Disney yeah. during this pandemic to right the ship? Like, like I don't know exactly um, what's going on. But uh, hold on one second. Yeah, but it, it 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 seems like after this whole thing is as has happened, it's given them a blank check for like massive fuckery, because like we like there was an article that came out I want to say like eight months ago where they said, uh, for their for their theme park rides they, they're gonna have you pay more for certain parts of it, you know, like in, like like doing a fast pass, like oh if you want like you know if you want to go through this part of it or this part of it you have to pay more for it or more for a pass for it. And even then, they've they've, they've said as well, like, oh, our parks are going to be more expensive because, you know, this, that, and the other. And it's like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this doesn't make sense. And they're going to lean into streaming more as well. It's like, good luck with that, man. Really, good luck with it. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to be surprised. um, Like, don't panic. The ScarJo suit could be the precedent Disney is so fearful of. It could be. They could have been getting away with a bunch of shit. And I... I just don't know why people always want to uh, ignore this. It's too late to be able to ignore, or you can't ignore any of this. Uh, when people call out Disney on their shit, you can't just blindly defend them. Now, this audience is not going to blindly defend them. They're going to actually look for the problems and, you know, it's a smart group of people. But your average person, this is going to be the one that makes Disney look, basically everyone's going to see what Disney truly is. The fucking, you know, the, the curtains have been pulled back. It's the old man behind the, you know, by the behind the thing with the wheel turning it. Like, Disney's shit. At the end of the day, they're they're a billion dollar sweatshop. They're they're shortchanging everybody. They're doing all these things. Like this is gonna hurt them. This is gonna hurt their public image. And like if all with everybody just pieced everything that came together, this is gonna be really bad for them in the court of public opinion. And depending on how, how Scarlett Johansson goes and how the media like how's the media going to take this? Because it's this defend women angle from all these websites, but it's also pro Disney because they pay all their shit. Like you ever say like, how do they report on this topic? If Scarlett Johansson comes out well, and says more, and, and, and that, like, yeah, and I, and and see, and that's and and just real quick, Darian two seventeen. Apparently, HBO Max didn't charge uh, extra for their for their uh, conjunction movies. So yeah, uh, they did thank not. you for th- thank you for thank you for that, Darian. But to <laughs> your point, Jeff, that that is and that and we express this on the show. That is why. You do not prioritize your political, cultural, attempted influence over your film because this is when it comes back to bite you in the ass. Again, just to reiterate, I'm not saying that ScarJo shouldn't go after what she's owed. You know, she's a businesswoman. They're supposedly a business. You know, you stick to what you you stick to what you said you were going to do. But this is this is the this is proof positive that you can't have your cake and eat it too. When you make things adversarial for 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 the flavor of the month, right? Especially when you're saying all this shit in the media about how, you know you know you're 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 pro people of color and you're pro women and you're pro this that and the other, that comes back to bite you in the ass when you pull shit like this, especially for fucking Disney, because you know you're changing your Twitter avatars and you're changing your background 
But the business aspect of what you do says a hell of a lot more than what you say on Twitter and what you say on Vox and what you tell Esquire and what you pay YouTubers to say. Because, you know, obviously, you know, hey, the, you know, the, 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 dumb, the dumb consumer out there is still going to blindly um, defend Disney till, until something is so egregious they can't, they can't ignore it. But this is the fucking mess you get yourself in when you're when you're when you're you know when you're the Brie Larson of the business because you can't say that you care about people when you're refusing to pay them. You can't convince smart people that hey, we do care about what's going on in the world when you're laying off thirty two thousand people to protect the bottom line. That shit is is you can't ignore that. And especially in the court of public opinion, you know, the same thing that they tried to manipulate to make more money for their movie is eventually going to bite them in the ass in the long run. Because, you know, you can't the whole martyrdom thing is not a fucking money making business. You don't make money off of being the fucking martyr and being trying to be the next coming of some cultural confidence bullshit, you know. And here we are. Disney's facing that right now. And rightfully fucking so, because. You know, it's all well and good on Twitter, but when you're again caught trying to shortchange your employees or shortchange people who you said you were going to pay, I'm not going to have any fucking sympathy for you. For damn sure, with 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 the attitude that Disney took, with with the the things they were backing up, the way that they were attacking the consumers, the way they were they they were you know uh, treating their properties you know yeah this is what you get this is what you fucking get because we know the truth we know you don't care about that shit that's all about making money and when you get caught screwing people over for the dollar i i'm i'm gonna sit back here and laugh i i i you know bob Iger coming out of fucking retirement you know especially when there were rumors that he was gonna run for office somewhere you know because of the shit that disney's pulling is a very telling thing it's very fucking telling and you know, listen this is you know if it happens to Disney, damn, couldn't happen to a better fucking place. Yeah, I like I said, there's there's no simpy on my end. Um, I just don't care that a millionaire only got twenty million instead of fifty million, and, and I don't care that a billion dollar corporation wants to cut corners but still pay out their bonuses or do whatever they're fucking doing at the top. I don't I don't buy that. Like I said, I only care about the people and the, honestly, the the moral of the screwing over your employee is just wrong. So I don't have anything else to say. I feel like we've come full circle. Is there anything else you guys would like to add in terms of uh, Scarlett Johansson? I do think Marvel has uh, a very unsettling 2021 ahead of them to the point where let's just write everything off until Spider-Man comes out, folks. Uh, (laughs) Black Widow did not perform that well. Uh, Shang-Chi, I have footage of... that says people don't like Shang Chi already. Come back oh, in a couple days for that. Um, I, I really, I, I really hope Scarjo gets her money. I hope she gets all of it. Uh, I know she's not going to, but I hope she does. Uh, just, j- just so it's, it's a precedent, and so other other actors can, uh, or who 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 involved in Disney films can be like, you know what? I, I'm owed some money too. How about you pay me too? And then just starts a, ho- a horrible domino effect for them. That's all I want. Well, and, and, and it is, you know, this is this is the shit that we were talking about way back with, you know, the Captain Marvel thing, you know, the, the shit with Star Wars, right? You know, that it's it's you know, everyone thinks they got the game figured out. You know, every fucking studio, every executive thinks that they're gonna be the one to break the mold. We're smarter than the consumer, we're smarter than the consumer, we're smarter than the media. You know, as long as we do these things, boom, we're gonna make a billion dollars. And it doesn't fucking work that way. 
It does not work. And again, I'm not saying that I have some insight into the movie business, but God damn it. You know, this shit happens over and over and over again, you know, and Disney's learning the hard way, you know, and, and, and as they should, as they fucking should. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, you know, free scar Joe, and I'm not going to fucking go on a goddamn Twitter rant about it, but <laughs> no, Hey, no. listen, you, you fucking, you know, if you owe her some money, motherfucker, you owe her some money, you know, yeah, pay yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just, I'm just laughing at some of the sentiment. Now, Venom 75, one thing, uh, I will, I'm not going to make a video about this solely, but everybody on the internet that's posting about all the Spider-Mans coming back for this movie, I personally want that to happen more than anything else. Don't expect it. You're going to get that in the flesh. You've already gotten that on Loki. You're going to get that with every other Marvel thing. I don't, I want to be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'll be the first to admit it and say, yo, I was wrong. It's not a big deal. It doesn't hurt my pride. But I don't think we're going to get Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, and Tom Holland Spider-Man, the three of them going on this adventure that everybody wants like into the Spider-Verse. I know it's a pipe dream, and it's a great concept. But based on the merchandise coming out, based on what we're learning from, again, the merchandise, which you have to pay attention to, people go, oh, the merchandise could change. No, it fucking doesn't. The merchandise from movies that got canceled or pushed out till next year came out last year. That's why yeah. all the eternal shit is leaked and known because all that merchandise was on a ship and it made it to America and people bought it at Target and retail shops because yeah maybe the production of these or sorry maybe these movies can stop and be put out later but if your toys are on the way they're on the way all that all that late shit and all that weird delivery stuff for Christmas that showed up early that's how that worked now the reason I'm going off on this tangent is like I want this Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire Kirsten Dunst and all that but I don't expect to get it. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, they're going to, you know, especially in light of, you know, ScarJo, I doubt that they're going to pay all these people, these, you know, all these expensive ass Spider Man to be in a movie. I, I would love for it to I mean, Andrew Garfield can't cost that much. No. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you, you, you would think so, but that fucking hair gel ain't cheap. What's it done <laughs> it's just seen it, bro. Movie. I can't think of anything. <laughs> yeah, there's no way it could be worth that much because, like, his, you know, after after Spider Man, what, what has he done that's been of like of merit or worth? Nothing. He, made, I, I think he did like a couple of A twenty four movies, and they're really RT, and like eight, eight people watched him, so I, I think he's okay. <laughs> I think he's now. I think let's check in with the audience. Uh, first off, our friend Klaus Doric says, "Hey, WCBS crew, still watching Family Matters? So there will be another sit. There's will be another sitcom question. What show slash shows will still be funny without a laugh track?" Um, well, here's the funny thing about the, the laugh track you're hearing now. It's it, it was made in the 50s, and those people are dead. Just just to let you know, <laughs> that's not creepy at all, Nick. Hey, I'm just saying. Yeah, damn, bro. Even the he 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 guy is he dead? Yep. Yeah, he's uh, he was never damn. real. He was yeah. <gasps> by the gods. Uh, you know, Klaus Doric, I will say a show that would be great without its laugh track will be Scooby Doo. No, that's true. That's true. I think Scooby Doo. Where are you's laugh track is pretty stupid. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why you need a laugh track for a cartoon. That's 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 weird. That's weird. Fresh Prince is still funny without a laugh track. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, there's. I think Martin has moments of hilarity without a laugh track. Yep. Yep. Especially the early the early seasons for sure. Before he started, you know, harassing Trisha Richard. But yeah, um, <laughs> that <laughs> you gotta watch out for Coke Martin Lawrence. Coke Martin Lawrence oh, can't be controlled. That's scary. <laughs> Um, yeah, Married with Children's a good one. Yeah, that would that still would be really funny without a laugh track for sure. 
I forgot the Flintstones had a laugh track, Freddie. Damn. Oh, God. Holy shit. I forgot about that. That's crazy. Yeah, I think that still would be good. That would still be good. Um, Once again, the last track in the, in the Flintstones from, from that long ago, they're, they've, they've been dead for a while now. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> that is so fucking crazy. But I do love all the videos of uh, Big Bang Theory without a laugh track. And oh, dude, I, dude, I, it's so oh, I love, I love those so much because it just proves, it proves my point. That show fucking sucks. Yes, yes. Golden Girls for sure. Golden Girls for sure is so funny. Yep, that '70s show is still funny without a laugh track. Not Absolutely. season eight. <laughs> I mean, that's true. You, that was so fucking bad. God, the last season of that seventy show is so goddamn bad. Dion, when you replace Topher Grace and you still can't find someone like to replace Topher Grace, that's sad. Like Topher Grace is just whatever. He's a right. fine actor, but Eric Foreman was a good character. Yes. You replace him with Randy. Seth you, you don't even get brother. yeah. You don't even get the good Myers brother. You get the no. Mad TV Myers. Brother. <laughs> and you created. A nothing season. Kelso was gone for most of it. What mm-hmm. the fuck? The show is about Eric Foreman and his friends. When you take out Eric Foreman, people go, well, what about Hyde? What about this? Look, they're all secondary characters to Eric. It's Eric's story. You got rid of the main guy. Now, I know sitcoms get rid of main characters all the time, but they sucked. And so when you did it to that 70s show, it shit the bed. And I don't think I'll ever get into the Mahler style of videos, but I, I would love to one day write a long-form video essay on that 70s show in how, like, depressing it truly is when you pay attention to Donna's character and how she ruins Eric Foreman because she her parents are shitty and she puts that on Eric. Because I watched the show as an adult, I'm like, Eric's an idiot, but, like, Donna's way out of line for everything she does, so. Well, I mean, you know, well, I think that's... Wow. See, and that's an interesting fucking thing because it's, even as a kid, like... In a different context, Donna's the girl you tell your kid to stay away from. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, obviously her fucking mom is crazy, but Bob is a good fucking dad. She treats him like shit. Yep. She treats Eric like shit. And then, you know, because at the end of season, was it two? She runs off to fucking California on a whim to be yep. with her shitty mom who abandoned her. That's the crazy thing about that show is Donna's mom straight up, straight up abandons the family. Just that's dark as shit for that fucking show. Wow, this is I need to I need to go back and watch that would be a great show. video. Yeah, because it is it's it's hilarious, but there are so many themes like in a completely different context how those characters fucking change. Jeez, man. You know, and Donna, yeah, I, 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 I Donna's like, definitely the worst character in terms of you know personality type in the whole fucking show. She is she <laughs> I know they're all fake and she ruined Eric. Yeah, and, and Eric and Eric is trying to smash that the whole time. Yeah, he's just trying to get laid, and and his girlfriend's fucking crazy. And then she starts, and all the shit she pulls after Red has a heart attack. Yeah, she is selfish too. Like she's super selfish, <laughs> dude. Think of all the shit Red and Kitty did to help her out when Bob and Midge were being weird hippies. Yeah, like I don't think you need to kiss the foreman's ass, but don't be a bitch about it. Come on. Wow, dude. I, yeah, there's. there's I, need, I need to really watch the show. Then this is is interesting. There's a lot of a lot, a lot of layers to this show. Yeah, man, and how cool, like how legitimately a good person that Red Kitty and Bob are. Like that's you know they bring in Hyde or whatever because his fucking Hyde's parents are essentially letting him like starve. Do you remember who played his parents? I can't remember off the top of my head. It was Katie Seagal as his mom and the dude from Airplane, Robert. Fuck, I can't think of his last name off the top of my head. Uh, he's the his his dad. You you made him Son both of a separate. Bitch. And they Son of a bitch. they're they're terrible. 
Yeah, they're parents. shitty people. Yeah. And one of my favorite that '70s show moments was at the very end where uh, Red gives Hyde a check, and he's like, "I've been paying rent all this time." He's like, "Yeah, we've been holding on, for, holding on to it for you." I was like, "That seems like a logic, like a cool story uh, thing that a character like Red would do." Uh, so there are moments of greatness in that show. There are great characters written, these good relationships, friendships, love, all this stuff. That '70s show did it well, except for Donna. God damn it, I need to make that video one day. <laughs> Listen, the fact that she was a tall redhead was really the only redeeming quality of Donna as, as a person. Do you and then she fucking she dyes her fucking hair blonde and she, then you then you're like, really? This that's that's the perfect cap for that season is that you know it's shit because she becomes a blonde for no fucking reason. Nick, do you so you haven't really so wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right? So, so so she pulls a Lindsay Lohan is what she does basically. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty see, much. see, I have a I have a th I have a running theory about that. Whenever a redhead changes her hair color, she loses her power. Yeah. Because look what happened with Lindsay Lohan. She went blonde and then you know everything went to shit. That's true. Yeah. Nick, Curtis Armstrong, me. aka Booger from Revenge of the Nerds, is in that 70s show. God, he plays uh girl. one of the radio DJs, and then Donna gets a job on the channel. He's like, Hot Donna, are you hot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta watch it, man. Um, we'll yeah, I'll, I'll look. I'll look it up and see, and see where see where it's playing. I'll I'll check it out, man. <laughs> Doug Keller, thank you very much, uh, Dion. I wonder if you know where this comes from. Two thousand dollars for a suit. Two thousand dollars. Two hundred dollars for a wang. Like that's expensive <laughs> wang. It's two thousand dollars. Damn, that's a that that's a gold plated wang right there. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, thank you, JSP. They did change Hyde's origin on that '70s show. His dad turned out to be fucking Tim Reed. He's Hyde's half black. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then he owns a fucking record store. He's got a black sister and like. Yep. He bangs Kelso. Yep. Great episode. They, they 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 blatantly change his origin story like in the middle of the fucking show. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, what I forgot fuck? that his dad was black. Yeah, <laughs> I think, I, I think, well, what did did the writers just change? Like, okay, the show's getting too good. You guys you guys need to get the fuck out. When you're bringing generic assholes in to make the show, you know, good again. It's like, what? What, what are you doing? The show's, like, from, from what it sounds like, the first few seasons sound, like, really compelling and good. And then it just kind of shits the bed at some point, and it's just, it just goes downhill real quick. Uh, so, uh, thank you, Doug Keller, for your expensive wang from Inspector Todd. Doug Keller also says, I stand by wang. <laughs> 50 yards. Russ, that's nothing to be proud of. Dude, Chevy Chase in his prime was an all-time great. But man, Chevy man. Chase fell from greatness. It's sad to watch him nowadays. Well, actually, yeah. he lost a lot of wings looking pretty good again. But there was a minute where you're just like, what happened to you, man? Well, I mean, I think even he had said it. He was just like, yo, when you when you know, I got I got super famous and I kind of lost lost my focus. I mean, he's still an asshole, but it is he's at least <laughs> self-aware about the shit. Cause I think it was it was definitely around when they were doing it was like the 40th anniversary of SNL or something, you know, and he just, you know, he's still damn near unbearable, but you know, he, he is at least aware of how shitty he is. And it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting to watch someone who was at the height of their powers, a cultural icon. And now it's just kind of, a you know, a walking, talking meme, you know, a, f a fucking fragment of what he used to be. And it's just, it's weird as fuck. It's weird as fuck. Mm -hmm. Now, folks, we have over 550 watching, but only 310 likes. Let's uh, fix that discrepancy. Hit that thumbs up button. Let us know you're enjoying the show and keep on commenting. We have it on good authority that comments, likes, all that stuff really helps. So uh, thank you for helping the channel grow and uh, continuing to watch World Class Bullshitters. Now, Darian217 sends in two super chats. Thank you very much. 
F9, the Fast and Furious saga starring John Wang Zena. Who's <laughs> Dick? Do, do, do. Kendo I was not a country. I was not a country. <laughs> I can't see I'm... them. Because they're not a country. Fuck you, Jackson. Damn it. Now, yeah, now, 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 China won't broadcast our podcast. Holy shit. I'm so, oh my so God, sorry. I was not a country. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Watching him grovel is just. And Ew. and like not not just not just grovel, but do it in like their language in a shitty way. I'm just like, wow, you you extra cut out. It's oh, it's so it's so cringy. Hey mm. man, yeah, everybody's ideals go by the wayside when when them when them checks got to clear. My man's trying to sell a movie. goddammit. Now Darian Two and Seven has an, a title for a film, Black Wang, 2021 film. So that's the uh, parody Ooh. of Black Widow. <laughs> now I had an idea for a film, Black Snake Wang. <laughs> Or Black Wang Moan. There we go. Black, Black Wang. Wang Moan. That's a porno title. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Starring Riley Reed. <laughs> oh, I was joking. Or I was out last night with a couple of friends and I was like, yeah, I saw Riley Reed. And my friend goes, yeah, I saw her twice. Something, something, something. I was like, really? She's like, yeah. I was like, damn, all these people are running into Riley Reed. Dion, when you come visit, maybe you can run into her too. I hope so. And then, I hope and then so. run to her again and again and again. Right, yeah, right well. until the right to the climax. <laughs> I mean, in California, never mind. We'll we'll okay. talk about some of the uh, productions you could make out there for an audience of one. Listen, the, when she when she you know came out that she was getting married and Twitter was clowning her fiance, I felt so bad. But goddamn, was it funny? Holy shit! Oh, dude, I'm sure he knows what he was getting into, so I wouldn't feel bad. It's like. like <laughs> It's like buying a car from a from a, from a rental agency. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing right now? <laughs> Why are you yeah. doing this? Doug Keller uh, must have known we were going to be talking about this at this exact moment. He says, "Death Wang Four: The Wank Down," a Death Wish parody by Axel Braun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta be on record and say the wank was the best uh, word we ever used on the show. That was my favorite. It just it led to the best titles, Wankers of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah. I want to. You know what? I, I can't say I want a T-shirt and then you know not make it, but I would wear a Wankers of the Lost Ark T-shirt and just have Kathleen Kennedy on it. And uh, who else would be on there with her? Harrison Ford should be at this point. And Spielberg. Listen, don't back. be don't don't be exposing him to any more dangerous shit. The man's already fucking breaking shoulders and breaking ribs and shit. Dion, if he breaks his shoulder putting on a goddamn t-shirt, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, at, at this point, that might fucking happen, all right? I know, you joke. He's delicate, goddamn it. Calm yeah, down. Yeah, he's really yeah. real delicate. <laughs> Primer, uh, again, with another adult film title, Attack of the 50-Foot Wang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's big enough to sa- uh, satiate Riley Reed. so there we go. Take <laughs> closer. Hey, um, man, we, we all got to contribute to our like, retirement it's funds. Like throw, it's like throwing a hot dog down the hallway. Yeah. I'm sure she's a nice person. Nick, do you remember that scene from Return of the Jedi where Darth Vader threw the Emperor into that shaft? Yeah. That's Riley Reed. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Why are the lightning bolts? <laughs> Crabs. Yeah. Oh. oh sending off, it sends level, off the clap. <laughs> that's the next level of a clap lightning crabs oh shit it evolved 
God, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want that. I, I do know. I do not want that variant at all. Okay, just no. It's an STD from the year thirty-five, thirty-five. Oh. <laughs> They're self-aware. They're self-aware. <laughs> they know everything about us. Like fucking invasion of the body snatchers. Only you know, and you're not the fucking tree. <laughs> They're in the fucking trees. They're in the fucking pubes, man. They're in the fucking pubes. <laughs> Do you remember that scene in the first scary movie when the uh, gym teacher, Miss Man, was giving him life advice and like, "Do not shave your pubic hair if you have uh, lice or whatever." I was like, "What the fuck is?" Yeah, I forgot about that part. Holy shit! And then her balls popped out. What a great movie! Oh, uh, also from Primer, Requiem for a Wang. Mm. God. Better than wang the actual movie. Wang. Dude, I bet you Jared Leto would star in both. He would. Yeah. Yes. He's a hey. he's another he's, he's another one right now who isn't doing a lot, not really relevant, so he needs something. Question, Kendo. Do you think that Jared Leto is a method actor? Uh, <laughs> he's a meth using actor. Oh yeah. <laughs> I say probably. So do you think that he would star in the gender swap remake of Brown Bunny? Oh god. E- Wait. Which gender is being swapped? I don't know. Just, yeah, sure, why not? Vince, It's going to be Vince Gallo, but instead of Chloe Sevigny, it's going to be Jared Leto. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? I'm, I'm you know sure what? Here's here's a sad thing about that. You make that black and white and, and make it all in French with subtitles, it's our, it's an art movie and people will go watch it. It's true. I'll wait till the end. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not. I, that's how it worked. Damn it. Uh, Doug Keller says The Revenant, overrated film. I'm sure it is. I never watched it. I didn't care for it. I have it's not seen really it either. I have not watched it, and I don't... I'm not opposed to watching a good film. I just have never had the an interest in watching this specific film, because I like DiCaprio, but not this one. This one didn't look interesting to me, so I skipped it. I mean, it's, it's a slow, intense movie, for sure. I mean, you definitely gotta be in the mood. It's not like... It's not Wolf of Wall Street where you can rewatch it a bunch. You're like, yeah, it's a dude's son getting fucking killed and bears attacking motherfuckers and, you know, aggressive ass sexual assault scenes and then a fucking, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. That movie's a lot. Doug Keller says Beverly Hills Wang, an Axel Braun production. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Nick? Yes. Do you respect Axel Braun's work? Yes, because uh, he's done some Marvel movies that are better than what uh, Disney's done. So, yeah. And there's actually more story to them, too, sometimes. so Now, folks, this can be a group question, but what triple <laughs> X parody would you like to be seen made? And tell us in detail. Like, I don't know. Let's say you want a triple X parody of Home Improvement, where Tim has a freeway <laughs> with Alan Heidi and Wilson watches. Like, Pers- personally, if I, if, I could, if, if, if I could make my own triple X parody of Scooby-Doo, I would. But Dude, uh, yeah. you got If you can't top the Bobby Star... Uh, what's her fucking face? Who's the chick in that one? Uh, I don't know. But the Bobby Star ones, you can't top that. Don't try. Just <laughs> Deal. watch it. Deal. Go back and watch Challenge it. accepted, sir. And you know what's going to be funny? Nick will never make his Scooby-Doo porno because he realizes that we've reached the mountaintop. <laughs> you keep you keep challenging me more and more. Don't don't fucking do it, man. Bro, I need we need to go higher. So I'm going to challenge everybody from okay, every, right, with everything right. now on. All right, Axel Grease and Axel Braun stories. Dick's Insider. Oh, um, now, folks, if you can tie in your triple X porn parody with one of the Wang titles, you might. Oh, tonight. Oh, oh. 
That's uh, that's interesting. That's a that's a good challenge. Now, 16-bit mascot says, "Cheers, fellas! Rough work day. Good entertainment." Well, 16-bit mascot, sorry it's been a rough day, but thanks for hanging out with us, man. Yeah, man. Darian Q17 says, "Terminator Dark Wang." <laughs> the Dion Green story. <laughs> Don't put me in that shit. <laughs> <clears throat> so I didn't tell you this, Dion. Nick was on the show. But on the High Council on Tuesday, we had a guest, Tim Laddie, who is a comic book artist who has been, uh, you know, he's worked on the Ghostbusters covers for IDW. So he's a talented guy. He also has his own crowdfunding campaign out. And uh, he got so excited by the the um, Terminegro versus Robo Kendo pitch. He's like, I want to be a part of that somehow. So like, <laughs> yeah, man. I love that one. I'm in. I love it. I love it. We got to make it. We got to make it happen, baby. Uh, somebody says triple X saving Ryan's private Wang. Uh, Thanatos. Oh <laughs> shit, that's a that's a good one. That was that's from Mad TV. Because I'll never forget, they sewed his dick on, and then she like bit the the uh, stitch, and then they banged right afterwards. I was like, what is it? What is this? <laughs> that was Mad TV. Yeah, oh, man. saving Ryan's privates. Rated R. They were, yeah. They, they, I think, I think, I think at that time they're they're a little spicier than SNL, and they they kind of people kind oh, of yeah. you know went towards that. Yeah, they were better. When Mad, when Mad TV came out, it was great. Then it went downhill, but it, its first few years were fantastic. Yeah, Fox foxed it, but and then they started fucking over. They the they, they, they do that with everything that they own, like every every single thing, man. It's it, it's really bad. Yep. <laughs> a triple X parody of the Water Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with Bobby Boucher and Vicky Valencourt. Oh my God! The water, the, the Wanger Boy. No, 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 it, no! It, it would just be called the Water Sports Boy. That's all. That's all. I would watch that one. That's that's a classy <laughs> title, sir. It. That's a classy title. I respect that one. Uh, now. Uh, what other Wang titles do we have? The James Baker, thank you, sir, says Once Upon a Wang in Hollywood. Mm. So the Harvey Weinstein story. Got it. Yeah. Redman Productions says Game Idea. Uh, game Idea. Your favorite movie from every year since birth. Example, 1983, Return of the Jedi, 1984, T1, etc. Also, since Dion's Awake, really feeling Dion. Uh, we should actually. Redman Productions, that is a great idea for a Patreon video. You guys want to do that? Uh, where we yeah, go? I'm in. All right. Can one of you write it down and then uh, add it to our master list? Because that's something we could do uh, separately or together, depending on how you guys want to. Let's do it together. Yeah, because there will only be a handful of years where we won't be able to compare, like, you know, from what are you born? 83, Kendo? So yeah. from 83, then just a few years later, then it's Nick and then it's me. So there'll be like weird little gaps for how everyone can participate. But I think it'd be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. Shit. Yeah, dude, I'm pulling the best part. Have us all do it together. Deal. Then we'll unity. We're gonna get rings made. Uh, the <laughs> fixer says, "Well, gents, it's been a while, and it's good to be back." I do have a little title, or I do have a good title: "Journey to the Center of the Wang." Sounds like a pretty mm. title, honestly. It does. It does. Yeah. Twenty thousand fixer... Wangs under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> the Riley Reed story. Got it. <laughs> Uh, I like. Damn, dude, you're really, you're really just giving it to her tonight, aren't you? Aren't you, Jeff? I wish. Not the first time she's heard that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Gianna Michaels is retired, right? So, yep. That's kind of <laughs> like an old name. You know what? If you, if you, ever, if you ever, I, I hope you really do meet Riley Reed in person, and she's like the sweetest person ever. 
Oh, I'm sure she is, and I'm sure she's like four feet tall. And I'm gonna be like, oh my god, you're so tiny. But like, <laughs> now some of those moves make sense. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm a giant. But it's like we got. It used to be Danny Daniels was the punchline because she was everyone's yeah. favorite, but she retired too. So well, uh, you know, she's she's got her own her own site now. So I haven't watched her in years, so I don't know what she's up to. I feel her, like her, I've betrayed. Quite interesting. Just you know, just just letting you know. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll connect and ask if we can uh, interview her on the channel. Sure, why not? That would, that'd be interesting as hell to, to talk to her for a little bit. I feel like we could easily make this happen at any horror convention when we run into the porn stars that sometimes frequent these things. Yeah. <laughs> can we talk to you about not sucking dick or banging on <laughs> Yeah, yeah can, we, can we talk about your role as an independent movie? You were in Friday the 13th Part 9. What was that like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it weird for the 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 director to say action and you don't blow somebody? <laughs> and that is the last interview we ever do. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I can see why Twitter would be pissed off, pissed off at us after that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did, did you, did you feel that? Did you feel that doing the, these the nude scenes in an actual theatrical movie was a smooth transition for you? <laughs> They're gonna answer no every time. So, screw by steak, thank you very much. Sup, bullshitters? Wish I could make it over to Horror Hound. But that weekend is a Sabaton concert over in Orlando, Florida. Missed my mark before the world went stupid. Not missing it again. Primo Victoria. I un understand, man. I understand completely. I get it. Well, screw by steak, I'm sorry to announce that this is our last live show ever. So, uh, you'll never be able to catch the bullshitters again. This is our last Horror Hound, boys, right? Goddamn. Yeah, man. We signed the contract. Great run. <laughs> Yeah, because we 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 you know we're we're so much fun at these shows that they they're they're kicking us out now. That's why. Well, I lied. The name on the contract does read McMahon, but it doesn't read this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Like what a what a great story, but legally makes no sense. It's like, uh, yeah, you, you wouldn't know that your son's stepping in to fucking buy the other company, and and, and, they, and they can decide who they sell to. Yeah, this isn't. That was, that was dumb. We got we got a wrestling segment tonight, folks. Uh, AEW made a huge fucking mistake and are in trouble right now. So we're gonna have oh, fun God. making fun I'll, of that uh... later on. Uh, Darian two one seven. But folks, we have many more topics. Darian two one seven says two wangs for Sister Sarah. <laughs> oh uh, God. Primer might be from the future. Mark my words, Jordan Peele's next film will be a poorly written, horribly woke, irritatingly preachy, and frustratingly pretentious piece of shit. Uh, yeah, it's called Candyman. It's coming out soon. <laughs> Dude, that movie Nope that's coming out about the killer cloud, that looks stupid. But if it's I can't, amazing. Like, I want to. I just want to know. I just want to know what it's about, just so I can go ahead and not see it because, like, the the, the poster and this, everything that's on there, I'm just like this doesn't make any sense. But it's 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 fucking Jordan Peele, so if it really took... shouldn't. If you took Jordan Peele like off that movie, the concept of Killer Cloud going to a town and murdering people sounds fascinating. I want okay, to all right, all right. Here, okay, okay. Here, here, here's a question for you guys. Say, say, say you see, you see, you see that poster. Okay, who would make you watch it with with with? Okay, whose name attached to it would make you want to watch it? Eli Roth's. Nope. Really? <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> seriously, if John Carpenter came out of retirement and made a film titled Nope, I'd watch it. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Yeah. That would yeah, that would that, that would get me intrigued at least, even though his 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 name was all over fucking Halloween twenty eighteen as well. And I'm just like, oh, God. oh no, I just meant like when you watch the original Halloween and it says John Carpenter's Halloween. John Carpenter's nope. Uh. <laughs> That's the movie. <laughs> I just it, it feels like they're telling me not to watch the shit. <laughs> John How Carpenter would nope. that be if it backfires on uh Oscar no, sorry, Oscar nominated Jordan Peele was he nominated for an Oscar? Because he should be because he's perfect, right? But yes. how amazing would it be if him being so funny and clever, he clevered himself out of a box office success because people are like, Nope, that looks stupid. And they just don't see it. Um, that would no, that would be hilarious because yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. All, all of a sudden, this movie goes to theaters and makes no money. But then, like four weeks in, somebody watches it and and they're, and they're like, "This is fucking hilarious and great." And then like, before it ends, it makes a it makes a little bit more. But then it just like leaves theaters without like making its full potential. That would be that'd be so goddamn hilarious. Uh, Clone Geek says Ridley Scott. Oh. I can see that. I can see that. That would actually be an interesting concept. Yeah, it would be. It would be. So I think Jordan Peele might have ripped off uh, Simon Pegg and not Simon Pegg, excuse me, Edgar Wright. Because do you guys remember the trailers that were in Grindhouse? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the fucking one, Don't? Yes. Like, yes, don't. I do. That's what this sounds like. Nope. It's like every time. Oh, fuck. You're right. Well, see, Edgar Wright's trailer, even though it was a trailer, was actually entertaining. Uh, this poster already irritates me, so I don't know what to tell you. Uh, up next, we have our friend Nelson the Gentleman. Thank you very much for your generous super chat. He says, "Theory: Andre the Giant's mother was a Sasquatch. His father was a hunt. His father as a hunter. He was adopted by a French family. Andre is actually Jeff's secret father. Jeff is one quarter Sasquatch. No disrespect meant by this. Um, no disrespect taken. I actually like no. when people try to write." backstories i mean uh, folks by the way if you write shit like this we will uh we're building a little wcbs canon that you guys can contribute to so if it's really funny like this one jeff is a quarter sasquatch that's fine that's officially part of the canon well there you go i, I you learn something new every day about he has, yourself he has to shave every 30 minutes you have no idea how frustrating it is yeah have you ever <laughs> seen me and teen wolf in the same room at the same time Nope. That's that, that's, that, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Never when seen I was a kid, Sasquatch in the same room at a time either. So I mean, look, <laughs> there you go. I'm going to be honest with you guys right now. I'm a little older than I've told you, and when I was a child, I was the stunt double for Michael J. Fox and Teen Wolf. So there you go. The secret's out. Of course, Sasquatch. I mean, that makes sense. I'm proud yeah. of you, man. I'm proud of you. you were just I fucking knew it, man. There's something about you, bro. You know what okay. I mean? I'm, I just I'm I feel so free that I can be open with people. Thank you, Nelson, the gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jabraylon Van Zant, thank you very much. He says, "What are the chances Disney has an Activision Blizzard investigation come out and be sued by Florida or California?" Shit. Um, I I fucking hope so. I really. You guys do. heard about this? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my been, god. There's been so so much so much so much like I guess sexual misconduct or whatever like over there that yeah. uh, they've like I think two thousand employees have signed a petition now. Um. For for them to be investigated like thoroughly, like it, it's insane. Yeah. It really is. They're in deep shit, man. Mm -hmm. They're in deep shit. Yep. So I guess we should at least tell the audience. So um, I found an article titled "Inside Blizzard Developers' Infamous Bill Cosby Suite." <laughs> oh God damn it! Booze, sexual remarks, and a giant portrait of Cosby are all at the center of the Activision. There's the way. There's the way. There's there's an actual portrait. Like they have like a. Hold on, I'm about to pull it up. Okay. Right now. All right. No, sorry. Here is an inside look at the Bill Cosby suite. 
Huh. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. So the fact that there's photo the evidence of this is fucking horrible. Uh, since yeah. news broke last week of widespread allegations of sexual harassment and discrimination at Activision Blizzard via a legal complaint from the state of California, many top male developers there, both currently and former, have responded with shock and dismay. But while many claim they weren't aware of this comes from Kotaku, so I'm not going to read any fucking more. I just saw the Bill Cosby suite. <laughs> Fuck Kotaku. They're trash. I will never give them the light of day in a positive way. Fuck them. I wish they didn't exist. I don't care if they do good journalism. Uh, all the damage they've done in general and all their other garbage articles don't deserve any kind of praise. I know that comes from a really mean place all of a sudden, but fuck them. They really no, are a problem. But the, the, the mini bar at, uh, you know, at the Bill Cosby suite, all the drinks come pre-roofied. So there's that. Uh, so they're just a little bit more expensive than, than usual, but that's why. Cosby oh Bonita? God. That's what they should have called the fucking place. Shit. <clears throat> I, yeah, but that, like that picture you just showed, like that is damning fucking evidence. And it's just so horrible that it exists. And somebody, and like somebody found him just like, you guys fucked up hard. <laughs> yeah, dude. I just don't want, you know, let this play out the way it has to, but I hope Activision doesn't try to make up for this by making their games more politically correct. Because last year, yeah, that's that's Activision not how you fucking make up for this. Like, we don't give a fuck about political correctness, and then they made a whole bunch of money. So yeah. I want everyone to be cool and be excellent to each other. I just don't want them to like try to save their image so hard that they. I already think they suck, and I don't like to support them, but. Like the Call of Duty games and all that shit have a market. People like it. You may not like it. I don't buy them, but Dion likes them. And that's cool. Right. That's for you. I play Halo all the time. You're Call of Duty. Other people play that shit. It works. I don't want all of a sudden everyone in the world to go, oh, we need to have an, inter an inside look at what Activision makes. No, fix the real problems, fix that shit, but don't all of a sudden try to self censor because that's the next step in society. Everyone's like, oh, God, I got to fix all my past and my future mistakes because of this current situation. Fix this. Don't change anything else. Yeah, yeah. yeah fix, fix a horrible, horrible work environment and the culture you have on there, and just make good, just make good, fun shit. That's it. Uh, now, to answer your question uh, directly, uh, Jabraylon Van Zant, I don't think anything like this will happen. I know people love to talk and think Disney's on the, you know, oh, they're gonna get in so much trouble. They'll just settle this one. Now, if we find out down the road, like if this opens up more stuff, I still think Disney would get away. Disney's connected. People think, well, isn't Activision connected? Not in the same way, especially in the state of California and the state of Florida. They have so much invested. It would take way more than uh, one or two lawsuits to really get those states. Because look at what happened last year. Um when those states shut down and you see how much it affects Disney, like Disney good or bad is really in there with them. So I don't think anything would have come from it. Yeah. Now primer in the year 3535 reanimated horse hybrid. Dion green becomes president of the world. He implements the <laughs> bullshit tax and is paid in the new currency shit coin. <laughs> Oh God! Should we come? Up, should we make our own cryptocurrency? Because I, I feel like we should. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just, just add it, add it to the pile at this point. Sure. <laughs> the most industrious podcast on the planet. We have our own currency now. Yeah. Our, yeah. Cult, right. cult shit. Cult shit coin. 
I I like it. I love this. <laughs> Can somebody in the chat, at least one of the fans for a while, help us and like index the year 35, 35 stuff? And maybe in September, shoot us an email of what we've talked about so far, and then we'll take it from there. But we really appreciate yeah, it. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we might do a weird, you know, Conan style recap or something. Who knows? Yeah. In the year 35, 35. And we'll also, we'll write, if, if you help us out, we'll write you into the canon too. <laughs> You'll be like um, the black dude from the beginning of Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uncultured Barbarian says, the men who stare at Wang's. <laughs> oh god tlj screwjob says i've been i've been like a wang to you be a wang to me now wang speed spider-man <laughs> is it wrong that i'm such a nerd the first thing when i was reading this was i hope he put the hyphen in spider-man God. No, I'm the same goddamn way. I'm just like, ew. Dude, the only reason I ever bring yeah. this up about this, the hyphen and TLJ Screwjob, you're perfect, dude, on this one. I just bring it up because Spider-Man himself in the book will be like, if you don't put the hyphen in, you spelled my name wrong. So I always laugh. It's <laughs> like the character breaks the fourth wall multiple times, like throughout the years, to tell the audience, if you don't put the hyphen in my name, you spell it wrong. And I just, every time I'm like, please, people, read the books. Um, <laughs> Now that you bring up the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films, though, I'm going to be taking out my box set. I haven't watched those movies, dude, in like two years. Dion, is that uncharacteristic of me or what? Very uncharacteristic. Uncultured barbarian. <laughs> so I married a Wang murderer. Oh my god! <laughs> is her name Lorena? Yeah, I was just say, is that the John Bobbitt story? <laughs> oh god! We know how this one ends. Yeah. Xanarkand says, what franchise would you hate to see Disney acquire? Shit. Uh, anything, anything at this point, really. Yeah, to say yeah, all of them. Anything. I mean, it's, you know, T- Terminator's bad enough. Uh, yeah, they, they, apparently they, yeah, they have Die Hard as well, so I mean, you know, they're... Just... Know. I'm gonna go... What do I, I'll do. I'm gonna just say, like, DC properties, and it's not because... The Batman and Superman versus Spider-Man and Captain America or Iron Man movie won't make $10 trillion. It's because we've watched what they do with Marvel heroes, where they kind of homogenize the unique ones and turn them into um, eight to ten different types. You know, Black Widow, played by Florence Pugh or Scarlett Johansson, it doesn't matter. It's the same character. And I understand it's literally not, but take into account what I'm saying here. Like... I don't want to see that happen with DC. And you could argue DC has done that, but it's okay if another company does that to their own characters. If Marvel buys it and then does it to them, it just is worse. You're fucking up Batman, Superman, all of these things. They only know how to do shittier business with these characters across the board. So that's that's my answer, DC. Also... Our friend Yakase says the lion, the wang, and the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in the chat said the wangs of Navarone. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Harrison Ford's greatest film. Yeah, the magnificent wang. Dun, 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 dun. Is that starring Ron Jeremy? Uh, no, he's got some legal issues, so we'll just sub in Peter. Newman. Oh, oh, yeah, I think I, I think I heard about that recently. I was just like, 
That's that's rough, man. That's rough. Well, yeah. Adam Wofford says aliens, the hunting of the Wang. <laughs> okay. I don't want your Wang hunted. Darian two and seven also says Star Wars: The Wang Awakens. <laughs> Yakuse fires back with a fistful of wangs. There you go for a few wangs more. Uncultured barbarian fires back with a the wang that men do. Hmm? So now wang is a verb. I love it. Yeah, uh, his favorite hobby. Wang them high. There you go. <laughs> How about wang high noon? Yeah. <laughs> and wang high nights. Stories these are all cool. these are all like morning wood movies. That's yeah. all they are. Three ten to wang. Oh God. Not Wang Tenda Yuma? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like... It is a James Mangold picture, so... Yeah. <laughs> Uncultured Barbarian, thank you very much. Uh, he says, New game. Watch the Fast and Furious films and replace the word family with Wang. Oh, God. There's well, always room for Wang. <laughs> you don't turn your back on family. <laughs> you don't turn your back on Wang. No. But what's real... It's family, 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 family. family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Those shit. are so fun to make. Oh, they're so, they're so good. <laughs> Technical Chet says your top five sitcom characters of all time is Red Foreman on your list. He's my one of my favorite TV five. dads. Yeah, I don't know if top five. He's he's easily top ten. Ah, that's tough. God, your top five sitcom characters, dude. This is a great question. Al Bundy. Yep. Carl Winslow. Yeah, Carl Winslow and Steve Urkel yep, for me. Yep, I love them both. Yep. Uncle Phil, obviously. Yeah. Will. yeah. Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yes. Uh, yeah, Tim Taylor. I mean, him, uh, Al, and um, what was the neighbor's name? Um, Wilson. Wilson, yeah. I mean, him, Al, and Wilson are just, they got to be on the list. Archie Bunker. Yeah. Because, I mean, he always it it always comes back to bite him no matter what. And uh well, so we'll remember the show Mama? Uh, she's on my list. What's her name? Oh, for Mama's family? Mama's family. Oh, yeah. Vicky Lawrence. Thank you. Vicky Lawrence. Oh, God. She, that show was so fucking hilarious. Hey Dion, where do you put Bernie Mac from the Bernie Mac show? Oh shit, that's a good question. He's he ooh. He might be top like top 20. I don't know if I'd put him top 15 or higher but he's so, he's definitely on the list he's on there so uh technical check i can actually give you my top five favorite sitcom characters and no red foreman is not on the list so in no specific order frank reynolds dennis reynolds deandra reynolds matt <laughs> Ron McDonald, and charlie kelly are my five favorite sitcom characters the gang from it's always sunny in philadelphia I can't pick. Actually, I can pick those. I didn't realize that I wasn't thinking. I was thinking like, you know, 90s sitcom, the TGIF shit. And I was like, wait, it's oh, always God. sunny. I looked up the list. It's always sunny is a sitcom. That's one of my favorite TV shows it of all counts. time. So it counts. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Danny Tanner. Oh, yeah, good. I got Dion, I got great news. What's that? When you look up sitcoms, Raven Simone's Raven's Home is on the list. Oh, isn't that oh, awesome? Good. What? What? <sighs> Fucking Raven Simone. I met her once. It was. Weird. I'm so excited to be at WrestleMania. Shut Do you up. think she really was? No. Hell no. That check cleared. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. 
Yeah, it's the best type of check, the ones that clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone Dub- loves those ones. 007 Cloud says Spider Wang Homecoming. It's a dirty title. Yes, it is. Filthy. 860 Saiyan God says Bloodsport Triple X equals Wang Sport. <laughs> gives it gives uh gives uh, uh Chong Lee saying you are next a whole new meaning. Yeah, yeah it does. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, USA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uncultured barbarian thinking Archie says, damn it, now I want to listen to Wang Chung and watch Jimmy Wang Yang matches. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad way to spend the evening. No. No. Yeah, Duke could go. Dance hold it. Yeah. Did I ever yeah. tell you my cousin knows Jimmy Wang Yang? You did tell me that. I can't remember the circumstances, but I remember laughing my ass off like this is a small-ass world. So my cousin used to work at a place called Quick Stop Tire and Lube. Yes, no Quick Stop, but no relation to the Kevin Smith film. Long story short... Uh, Jimmy Wang Yang lives here in Cincinnati, and as a reti- instead of being something you know stupid, uh, he has a pretty cool job out of retirement. He has a party bus, multiple nice. party buses. <laughs> wait, wait, them. what? Yeah, he, he. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Here's the thing: we've been to, we've been to Ohio a couple times, and you failed to mention this and failed to, you know, get a party bus. So what? What question the is like? So he owns the company, but does he drive them himself? Like, if we order, you know, one of Jimmy Wang Yang's party buses. In Cincinnati, is like Jimmy Wang Yang gonna fucking come rolling you, up and being like, "Hey, what's up?" Probably because he personally brought in each van or bus or whatever to this place to get worked on. So he drove each one uniquely to the place. There were multiples, but he was cool because he would give everyone the leftover booze from bachelorette parties. He'd be like, "Here, you guys go. I got cases of beer that they left. Take it." So well, Jimmy Wang Yang's like a fucking yeah, well, cool well, of course, because all the different wine coolers. The bachelor, it's a bachelorette party. Come on now, yeah. Because, I mean, that's pretty cool if that's what happens. Because, like, one time I went to Steve's Hot Dogs on the Hill, which is a place here. That's the one that I, was, that I sent you the picture, Jeff, that they've got the burgers now named after uh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy stuff. And the guy, Steve Ewing, he was the lead singer of a band called The Urge. They were a local band, big in the 90s, ska. And the dude actually, I was, you know, I knew it was his place. I sat there. I ordered my food. I'm sitting down there. And fucking Steve Ewing walks up, hands me a food, and asks me, or says, hope it tastes good. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm like, holy shit, Steve Ewing just served me a hot dog. <laughs> so I think it's cool when the people served, like that he, have their he own business. served you a wing, sir. He served you a wing. Yeah, it was a gorilla mac and cheese dog. Don't judge me. It was delicious. Yeah, uh, Dr. Blue Box, House of a Thousand Wangs, the Riley Reed story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yakase says, parody, Monty Python and the Holy Wang. Peter North starring as Sir not appearing in this film. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so... Let's jump back to a topic I wanted to bring up earlier in the show, but uh, accidentally clicked away from because StreamYard sometimes sucks. Ghostbusters, boys. The new Ghostbusters trailer dropped uh, the other day. We talked about it briefly on the other stream, but uh, not on WCBS. What did you think of it? Starting with you, Kendo. Uh, It makes me a little bit more excited for the movie. Um, It kind of answered a few questions like you know who is the you know deceit you know like they're talking they act like one of them's dead obviously it's going to be Harold Ramis and they answer that question and uh hearing his voice I almost teared up during the trailer by the way right and so that's that's kind of cool so they're definitely paying homage to him there you know he's you know whatever it'll be uh it'll be neat to see where they go with it uh the ending of it where uh 
Ray still has his, you know, hall, uh, the his uh, occult bookstore and all that stuff. And he picks up the phone and answers just were closed. And then the stuff that happens in between it, I'm I'm pretty excited for. It. I, th- I think they're going to do a really good job with this movie. I hope it's going to be way better in 2016 because you know that movie doesn't really exist. Bar. Yeah, so it's going to take James Cameron to bring that thing up. All right, so look, I'm I'm pretty excited can't for trust it because James Cameron anymore either. No, it's true. It's true. He's yeah. Uh, I'm good. I'm happy about it. I'm excited. It's got Paul Rudd in it, so naturally I'm going to be happy to see that. And uh, I think they're going to do pretty well with it. And if they are passing off the baton based on the action figures they released, it's going to be you know to the grandkids. So or the kids, grandkids. I don't remember. Either way, I'm in. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Dion, what about you? I am not going to lie to you. It made me pretty excited. I'm, I'm not head over heels. I'm not. Um, I'm not all 100 all in because obviously, as the fans remember, I got honey dicked with the first uh, Suicide Squad <laughs> trailer. Sh- no, 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 no. <laughs> cool it, cool it, please. Uh, down in the peanut gallery, um, but no, I I see the trailer. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I really enjoy it looked way fucking better. Obviously, Paul Rudd is a goddamn treasure. Um, the fucking story with them getting the house seems to be, you know, it's not fucking so so convoluted that it's de- detracting from the story in the trailer. You know, and obviously it uh, even even with the you know the goofy ass kids, I'm I'm interested, man. I'm interested, especially when when well that was the first trailer when Paul Rudd goes man that's a really good replica but uh yeah dude I, I I am not gonna lie to you it got me excited for this fucking movie man it 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 did it did and then to see like oh we're you know a town with no tectonic plate activity is having earthquakes and and you know the seeing the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man in the store you know and they're 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 bringing back villains that we recognize. Oh shit, man! I think I'm 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 excited. I'm not gonna lie to you, boys. I'm excited. Well, now Nick, what say you? Um, yeah, man. I'm uh, yeah. I watched it a couple times just to make sure. I was just like, this looks this looks really good. Um, I really love it. It looks it looks very interesting. Um, I just I just hope it's good. I just really hope it's good. <laughs> That's all I want. Just like, just give me a good ninety minutes that I can be really satisfied with that I spent my money on. Uh, but yeah, like the even 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 when the kids are like driving around and you have like the remote controlled um, um, ghost catcher thing and all that stuff, I was just like, this is like that was cool. That was a little cool invention. Um, the girl being the granddaughter of, uh, of of one of them is great. Uh, having the callback, seeing uh, seeing any any pots in there was was cool in the beginning. Yeah, um, I. I hope Rick Moranis is in it. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna be mad if he's not. But I. I just want to see him for for like a second. Like just, you know, just have him in there. That'd be great. I'm not gonna be mad if he's not in there. But I would just look to him to be there. Um, that's my only request. But other than that, like it looks great. I. I want. I want to want. I want it to be good. I just want it to be good, Jeff. That's all. I'm getting major like Force Awakens vibes around a lot of this. <laughs> but then again, I was also the guy that sat in Force Awakens and didn't like it, and it wasn't until The Last Jedi everyone was like, well, Star Wars from Disney sucks. Now, I'm not acting like whatever I know the future, but pay attention to the trailer, because I'm positive on this movie. I like what I've seen. I want this to be awesome. I hate Ghostbusters 2016, 
but that doesn't make this an instantly awesome movie. It's got to do so much, and I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. For what I've seen from this trailer, fine. I was entertained. I And knowing the uh, original Ghostbusters are coming back based on the toys, cool. Uh, I'm trying not to judge this film on, I would rather watch the original guys and Paul Rudd fuck around for two hours. And, you know, that's not really what this discussion's about. It's what I saw in front of me. And what I saw in front of me were very similar parallels to The Force Awakens, where they're creating the world around the event, where basically the world treats the event of the first movie in a different non-historical way, which is my biggest complaint about this new Ghostbusters movie, because the trailer talks about how, oh, nobody knows, nobody believes, they've been forgotten. Cecil Ruxpin's love child, this is my opinion, or my question. Are people so stupid they forgot about the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and the Statue of Liberty? In no future, in no fantasy, in no anything do I believe the humans of modern-day New York forgot about the time the Statue of Liberty got the fuck up and walked down the street. Like, I'm so... Like, I get it. You guys want to... Hollywood, you want to make these fucking movies where it's like, we're going to redo this and we're going to reset the timeline and do a soft reboot. That's all this is, is a soft reboot. And that's fine. Cool. But just don't forget what they're doing with it. The trailer works for people. It's got the same hallmarks. It's got the same fucking beats. That music sounds very similar to how they do Disney Star Wars. That shot of the Ecto-1, tell me that isn't just like the shot of the Millennium Falcon flying around from The Force Awakens. And you know what? Dan Aykroyd's answered the phone ain't too far off from Chewie We're Home. It's the same beat for beat. And that's fine. It's how you market this shit. Halloween's guilty of it. Indiana Jones will be guilty of it. But I got to wait to see this movie uh, to give it you know, my honest assessment. We will watch this movie for the channel. We will see it as soon as it comes out. I'll be talking about Wokebusters and all this other fun shit. Uh, this movie will be talked about on the channel. So uh, be on the lookout for it. Now, speaking of lookout, guys, I've already seen some of the toys out on shelves. Jeff has just really? killed my buzz. <sighs> yeah. See, I, 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 I definitely get the... Uh, calm down, girl. I definitely get the... Um, the Force Awakens bit. I think that's a that's a great. It's just very interesting that th what I went to was the uh, <laughs> the trailer for Suicide Squad, and you got a lot of Force Awakens vibes. That's I think that's actually pretty good. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, I understand. I, th that's the thing that's interesting is the hesitancy because we've been burned so many fucking times, oh, God, yes. <laughs> and it's just and it's spe specifically by mm -hmm. Sony. So that 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 is why I. Uh, I you know, I really don't, I really don't I'm not judging you at all for that. That being said, um, again I'm 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 still leaning with Suicide Squad, dude. Like it's just the trailer. I thought you know th there there's enough member berries to keep you interested at least to figure out what the hell's going on. But at the same time, you know th they're definitely leaving it open to where hey it's been you know 40 years blah 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 blah. You know that part is still very hard to swallow for for me too. Um, especially that at least, you know, you know, obviously if it's, if it's who we think it is, they're still making stay puff marshmallow man, uh, aberrations, which is pretty funny to do, you know, but that, that was a member Barry that I was like, okay, that that's how you do it the correct way. So, so yeah, man, I don't know. I don't, I definitely don't blame you, but I, I, I'm, I'm a little more optimistic, baby. Yeah. Bring I would, say, it. I, I would like, I would like, I would like to lean on the fact that a rightman is in charge so that should hopefully not be a problem you know it's like when they gave star wars over to him from george lucas it went to jj abrams and that was a problem i would like mm -hmm. to think that 
Ivan Reitman's kid has a little bit of sense to him. Maybe he even talks to the old man and he says, this is how you're supposed to do this. This, this is what you got to do, you know, and, and leads him through it to, you know, kind of say, yeah, don't fuck up. That's what I hope too. Uh, Ivan Reitman's two kids actually are decent, you know, actors or creators. His son directs, his daughter acts. She's Maureen Ponderosa on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia for those who don't know. But that's, that's a good point. That's a good way to look at it. Uh, Ivan Reitman is very self-aware. And now I know people were using the uh, Ghostbusters 2 argument, how in the first film they're like, oh, it was a hoax. Everybody made it up. But that's why I also didn't jump to Stay Puft Marshmallow Man on Tuesday's show. It was the Statue of Liberty thing. So like, yeah. I am going into this movie blank slate. I'm not giving it any passes because 2016's garbage, but I'm also not shitting on it because of a question I might have based on a trailer. I don't think that's um, fair to myself, actually. It's not even to worry about what's fair to the movie. It's to myself because I love Ghostbusters. I want to go and be entertained. So I'm going to go in as a normal dude. And we will review it. We will watch it. We will uh, do everything you guys want with this movie. I'm hoping that this is the franchise film that can break out of that cycle of the soft reboots. But if not, you can put this on record too. If this movie goes for the soft reboot and sucks ass, Ghostbusters is done forever. Because yeah. Finn Wolfhard... This is the last it, chance. This yeah. is the yeah. last chance. Yeah. Yeah. This is, really this is yeah. the last chance. At least for the next fucking 15 years. Because I mean, you know... Oh, dude, not, 2016 not, failed so hard. I mean, again... Dude, right. go, go ahead. It, go ahead, man. Oh, they, not even 15 years. It's dead after this. You're talking about a 40-year-old film franchise where only three of the guys are still around. There really isn't demand for anything new with Ghostbusters. Just old shit. People want the old shit, old shit, old shit. Yeah, yeah, like, and, and yeah, and, and and even then, the, like the comic books that, that we read for uh, recently that came out were were wonderful and great and perpetuated that you know story you know forward. Um, if they just keep doing things like that and putting out little things here and there, like like they do with Back to the Future, we'll be we'll be fine. Now, uh, but yeah, you, you, but but Jeff, you're right. Like this is literally the last chance. If they fuck this up, um, it's it's entirely done. It is entirely done. They can't yeah. make any more movies. No, no more live action shows. No nothing. Listen, I mean, you know, the fa fan bases. You know, again, you know that that's our problem. Loyalty is is very easily weaponized. You know, <laughs> you you wait a decade, you wait a decade and a half. People they don't forget, but you but you've you've outlasted your burning hatred. Of of what came out, so yeah, I, I will never, I will never say it's dead, especially because you know the fucking original two uh, movies of Ghostbusters are just so goddamn good. You know that that yeah. buys a lot of fucking room, right? That being said, it definitely, I'm not going to say you guys are 100 wrong because if this one sucks, especially when you went out after what you learned in 2016, that's that that's when loyalty can become a problem because it's like, yo, we stuck with you. At this point, it's a five-year span of you fucking up. You fuck up this time, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be a grandfather by the time I fucking start, you know, trusting the Ghostbusters. For you, guys. <laughs> you know, for sure. For I sure. wish you're, you're going to have to tell your grandkids about the time that the, 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 that Sonny fucked up the, the Ghostbusters. Like, listen, listen to your kids. Let me tell you a story. I just mm -hmm. wish... Though, <laughs> I was hurt real bad. <laughs> I, I, I wish people, though, could be honest with what the Ghostbusters franchise actually is to society and not the the modern pop culture uh, fantasy version. Because how Ghostbusters really breaks down is this film that is huge. Yep. But Ghostbusters kind of goes away in the 90s and never mm -hmm. really comes back. There are toys, there are some things, but people act like 
a lot of like every 80s franchise that we're talking about has been like all you know all um engines rory or whatever the fucking i can't no that. no that's, but, like, yeah, that's all of them go, yeah. they all go away and come back and this is another thing where it's like i don't think the people who make ghostbusters know what it is anymore because nobody made it intentionally that way. It's kind of one of those happy accident movies where it's cocaine and creativity, uh, special <laughs> effects, money, all of this crazy shit. You're coming off of successes. I mean, these guys were SNL, early 80s classics. I mean, their names are all over, and you put them together, and you just happen to make this thing. But they didn't even know what they were doing at the time. Look at all that bum shit. Remember, Nick, all those deleted scenes? About Dude, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of that, like, yeah, the, the crazy, like, five-disc Blu-ray thing that came out with all the special features that even explains, like, them in the museum and Ray getting blown by a ghost and things like that that breaks in all those mm -hmm. scenes. If and, and here's the thing. If, you, if you've ever seen the first Ghostbusters, uh, if you haven't, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Uh, but it's, right. it's edited and done so tightly that if you put any of those deleted scenes in there, it fucks up the flow and fucks up the whole thing altogether. The way that they made the way that movie is made is perfect. Yeah, and timing, I don't think you can replicate music, that. Yeah, everything. Yeah, and that is extremely difficult to replicate. I really think it happened by accident, in all honesty. I think it happened by accident. I'd say most of what makes Ghostbusters great happened by accident. And yeah. you can't replicate it. Look, when you get most of the people back for part two, no matter how much you love part two, and Kendo loves it, it's not the first movie. It's still a fine film. No, it's not. <laughs> but you're you're talking one of the greatest movies ever. And I don't think that's crazy to say about Ghostbusters because it ties so many genres together and does it perfectly. And then you're talking about trying to replicate that. And that's why I keep going back to the Star Wars parallel because even George Lucas himself couldn't recapture the magic of Star Wars in 1999. Hell, that's what ran him off from Star Wars because he couldn't do it again. And people did not let him forget about that. And now big corporations are just big corporations. Sony is faceless. So you can't you can just blame yeah. Sony. You don't really have a person to blame. But that's kind of what this feels like. Uh, and I'm ready to be proven wrong. I want to go in and have a great time. But I will uh, comment on one thing Tree Rock Creation says. If the villain from the Ghostbusters, the first Ghostbusters, come back and is defeated by the kids, doesn't that degrade the first movie? I would be pissed if Gozer well, comes well, back. Well, well, he, well, here's here's the thing: we're seeing inklings of those old characters. We don't know if it's uh, personally. What I think is that it's 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 a it's a force that's bringing those things back for a bigger force bringing those things, you know, from the past forward. Um, Why can't they bring new ghosts? Like we're we're the no hundred percent, hundred percent. They should hundred percent. They should. We have Gozer, yeah. Gozerian, and Zul, and all this shit coming back. It's like. And Vigo. Force Awakens parallels? <laughs> no, a hundred percent they should. I really think they should because there's there's enough creativity. They they could pull something from fucking Tobin's Spirit Guide and like pull and make that a ghost, and 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 have have that reference in there for for uh, for you know for for um, God damn it, uh, Dan Aykroyd's character to fucking come and talk about. They could do that entirely. And 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 I think and I think they they should have and should, but also like you know member berries and you know uh, doing a a soft reboot and things like that. They need those things to to uh, help the uh, the normies and the audience in general like be like, hey, remember these things? Remember these things? Oh, I remember. You know, and and no, I, I'm with I'm with you, Jeff. They should do an entirely new, um, entirely new, entirely new boss or creature or ghost or something. They really should. Because all I'm seeing here is. Darth Vader's helmet from The Force Awakens. I will finish what you started, Grandfather. That story's over. The Ghostbusters showed that prehistoric bitch how they did things downtown. They won. Like, 
what is it with modern movies where they the try to undo the old guy's work? <laughs> it's because it's safe. You know, we, 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 um, you know, we've touched base on this and my kid keeps young in the fucking back room. Um, you know, it's, you guys brought up the answer to your own fucking question, right? It was fucking creativity and cocaine and it was an accident. There, there's something to be said and I'll, I will beat this horse dead until I'm blue in the fucking face Wait. to combine to combine all the fucking metaphors in the world. I said beat, not beat off. You know, oh, okay. When you... Who are you? What are you doing here and where are my horses? Yeah, that uh, still makes me uncomfortable. Guess what, motherfucker? You, anyway, you, back you, to your story. You done? You done? You done? Are we gonna, you gonna pull any more out of the holster there? No, no, no! Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I had one more. I broke it. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> that was good. I'll give you that one was good. That one was good. <laughs> but <laughs> that was perfectly fucking time. Um, but yeah, fucking, you know, that shit was on accident. There was a there was a genuine bit of creativity there that the audience, you know, Sony and 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 Disney, you know, and all these other studios, they're convinced that that moviegoers are dumb, that they're not going to pick up on certain things. But, you know, with shit with the, the loyalty aspect is so important because we love this movie. It's genuine when they you know, everything from like Nick said, the movie's so fucking tight from the production to the fucking actors is is perfectly put together because they wanted to make a great movie. When you have a reboot, they're just tech they're just checking boxes because if we do this that and that, we're going to make a billion dollars. There's no creativity behind it. It's just a copy and paste and boom, moviegoers are going to fall for it because they're dumb, right? That's why that shit never fucking works. And it and it's so easy to tell. You can tell when a movie's genuinely been put together well when the story the fucking actors all mesh the fucking you know even the side characters or the b storylines are either funny or compelling when they just copy and paste shit like they did with the 2016 and it's the perfect example of how not to do that and so is uh the force awakens which i still will say is the worst star wars movie of the sequel trilogy yeah side I mean side side uh side stories don't make sense things you add in because you're just copy and pasting there's no there's no editing there's no fucking there's no you seeing it making sure it makes sense and you can tell that shit from the from from the word go from the beginning of the film you can tell when someone genuinely put time and work into this shit yeah now, is there anything else you guys want to say about Ghostbusters before we get caught up with the audience and talk about uh, the Suicide Squad? Now, folks, we're also going to be talking about Doctor Who and uh, a couple other topics tonight, as well as He-Man, a little bit of wrestling. And I actually have some choices for the 14th Doctor lined up. So everyone... Uh, Ooh, be yourself up. Yeah, he's, he's, on four, he's on there five times. Yes. Now, Primer, thank you very much. Primer says, I'd be interested in seeing a triple X parody of G-Force. It just needs four things. Axel Braun is a producer, five gerbils, 50 yards of PVC pipe, and Richard Gere. <laughs> I don't know what happened to our show, but I like it. Pretty wanging. Oh, Walking God. down, wanging the, down street. the street. Pretty wanging. <laughs> I just think the one I like to beat off. Yeah. Why don't you just have pretty women wanging down the street? That's a weirder song. That's a that's a way different reaction too, yep. isn't it? You're like, oh, yeah. crying but Those are the those. <laughs> Dude, 
Uh, okay. I was going through some uh, Kevin Smith clips to make the video for yesterday. You know what I realized? What? He's one of those celebrities that, like, you know, everyone's past comes up to try to cancel him. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. genuinely surprised people have not bitched about his old work. I'm happy they haven't because I don't think he needs to be canceled for anything. Yeah, even the He-Man shit. I don't believe in cancel culture. I think it's retarded. I think cancel culture, uh, bad work will consume a person. But I think Kevin Smith has the right opinion so hard that he, maybe, honestly, maybe he has this opinion because he's afraid of his old work that much. 100%. One, oh, the Kimmel percent, dude. That's exactly what it is. He does that. So he doesn't get canceled. That you know, it's 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 you know, essentially, Ke- Kevin Smith is the fucking Tinder robot of the movie industry right now, where he just is piling <laughs> all this shit on because he thinks someone's going to call him out for his old shit. Which I agree, you shouldn't. There's so many factors that go into you know different time periods and and the material that's funny and and, and all that shit, right? But he's 100 percent trying to insulate himself from any criticism from his past work. One fucking hundred fucking percent. I, I I think he's even trying to you know to protect himself from something as as recent as Zach and Mir make a porno. I think Kevin Smith oh, is God, so yeah. he's so jelly he's so jelly spined now that he is terrified. Dude, he drops the end ball that. like Quentin Tarantino in some of his movies. Like yep. it's funny. Like I don't give a shit. You put this in the movie, but it's like you really. It's like he operated as people should have back then with whatever they thought would make the best entertainment and not worry about the political backlash or the canceling or this and that. And like I said, I stand by my statement. I'm against cancel culture. I don't want Kevin Smith canceled. Uh, you know, you can make him answer for He-Man. That is a completely different topic. But... Well, yeah, that's not you know, canceling him for that. That's, that's, yeah. that's, oh, that's what I'm, like, I'm still uh, yeah. on board for shitting on that dude for all of his bad work and stupid crap. I just this is an observation I had when I was making yesterday's video because it was the shock of Luther King's and he's like, Did you I think I don't say that shit on the channel, but uh you know, it was just a great line. This the part where uh, he's looking at Jamie Kennedy and he's like, uh, clean this shit up about the coffee. You know what I'm talking about, Kendo? Yeah, yeah. The flavor. <laughs> like I was just very surprised that people haven't like People get offended by a shitty Bill Burr joke. It's not even a shitty joke. It's like it's a bad joke. He's like, ah, it wasn't even a good dude, one. Dude, dude, they got, they got mad at the, dude. They got mad at him because he called out the media for what they are. And I'm just like, really? Yeah. You got mad at him for that? <sighs> well, I, listen. We're, we're I, I think to Jeff's point, we're we're at a we're at a very unique place culturally where and and not, I'm gonna I'm gonna it's a phrase I've been saying a lot lately. Everyone wants to be right. They don't want to do right. You know, doing the right thing means having a conversation and it being a two-way street and admitting things legitimately that you did wrong that you can fix or things you can do in the future. Now, the the knee-jerk reaction to cancel somebody is like, boom, this makes up for everything that I ever did and then I, I can never be questioned. And that means that everything I'm doing is good because everybody agrees with me. That that's what the issue is. And 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 we're seeing the adverse effect of that with people like fucking Kevin Smith. Don't get me wrong, you know, <clears throat> you know, if, if what you do is good, you know, if you use a few words I don't like, whatever, you know, it, it's it's all about context. That's what makes it difficult. You know, it's all about context. You know, Mr. Kevin Smith over here wants to shed a few tears, get some pity points, and then everyone wants everyone to forget about his past shit that is barely 10 years old, right? So that that's what makes him a raging pussy. That's what makes him deserving of so much fucking criticism because he's not doing it because he gives any two shits about women in comic books or people of color or any of that shit. He's doing it for himself. It is a selfish thing that he's doing and he needs to answer for that shit. 
at the same time yeah you know cancel culture is 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 a real fucking thing you know and and it's <laughs> it's not sustainable you know because they eat themselves alive all the fucking time as we've seen over and over just in the last couple fucking years so um Okay, sorry. Were we on the super chats or did we jump to the Suicide Squad already? We were but, starting to go there. We were we were just tickling the tip with Kevin Smith's bullshit. Oh well, <laughs> hold on. Speaking speaking of tickling the tip, uh, Kendo's going to want to go to the super chat. Okay. Uh, Darian two one seven. Thank you for your generous super chat. Maitland Ward. Thanks for the heads up last week. Is doing a full circle, going to star in mainstream comedy titled The Big Time. Also allegedly signed a two year extension with Vixen Media Group. <laughs> why did I want to hear that? Uh, because you're the reason why I know she even did porn in the first place. <laughs> well, yeah, but like you the- guys are the reason. Why- you're the reason I knew that she was doing the nude modeling. See, we help well, each you're other. The reason- you're, 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 you're work the makes the nut dream about- work. God damn it! Yeah, yeah, you're, you're the reason we, we knew about her her, her her dark side circle jerk. Okay. Well, she guys, she's the example of what happens with life after Disney. <laughs> she will never be going back to Disney, probably. Uh, neither will Scarlett Johansson, but for two very different reasons. <laughs> I mean, listen, we're, we're 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 talking about Disney here. For the right price, anything's fucking possible, boys. That's true. That's, that's true. true. They don't give. That's the other side of the coin we be talking about. Disney doesn't give a shit, dude. If the <laughs> price was right, Gina Carano would come back. Would be coming back for the one hundred percent. They would find a way to apologize and get that shit right. They don't care. Or they do. They do the WWE thing where they fire somebody, don't talk about it for a couple months, and then and quietly hire them back and not say shit. Disney would one hundred percent fucking do that. One Selena Vega. Thank you. <laughs> Except for she, she was forced to go delete her union supporting tweets. Shit. Even 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 the, the you know it was bullshit. But what they did to Daniel Bryan for choking and spitting on Justin Roberts, which is still hilarious. And Justin Roberts, well, he deserved it. He, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm fifty fifty on Justin Roberts. He's he, he can be a little crybaby, but at the same time, it's like hey, he's he fucking goat rope that guy that jumped the barricade in AEW. So. There I'll you give go. Justin Roberts his, his due respect. He's got a good voice, and he wasn't a bad ring announcer. After I got used to him, uh, he overdid it. He's no, you know, uh, Howard Finkel, Tony Chimmel, even Lillian Garcia. But Justin Roberts is definitely that fourth tier in terms of the hierarchy. He's not bad. And whoever they have now, I don't even know who the fuck they are. They, they would never get hurt by getting drilled off the ring apron like Lillian Garcia. <laughs> that is still, I feel so bad for laughing about that, but goddamn, that was funny. And then they made him apologize the next week. Yep. Holy shit, that was hilarious. I, I, I Lillian's felt- a tough bitch, man, because she, she, I felt, because you, it just, you, and it's, oh my God. She just, and you just hear her going, ah, ah. I'm like, I shouldn't laugh at this, but Charlie, what were you doing? That's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, the major spike 9000s, as I know, I posted this chat earlier, but 26 was the 30th anniversary. Paul Rubens was arrested for cranking it in an adult movie theater. You want to guess which state this happened in? I know. I do. Like wasn't it? Oh, uh, Nick, would you like to guess? Uh, I'm going to say Florida, Jeff. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm still I still say it's bullshit that he got in trouble for that. That's no, hundred percent, hundred percent bullshit. Oh, it's hundred percent bullshit. Because bullshit he got because, in for that. because what do you do in those theaters? That's what you do. Exactly. <laughs> People don't go for the fucking story. No, you pay you pay your money. You you sit in the back. You whack off and you fucking pick up your popcorn and get get the fuck out, man. <laughs> so 
know this is unpopular. I have no issues talking about uh, Paul Rubens and his uh, mistake, but I don't want to look at his mugshot, so we're just going to use a picture of Pee Wee Herman because I used to love Pee Wee Herman as a kid. <laughs> it broke my heart when this happened. I didn't know why he got taken off TV. It just, he was gone. Oh, dude, I hated it. No, too. no, I remember, dude, I, I remember very distinctly as a kid. Like, I, I loved his show and I would watch it all the time. I see him, um, I see I see his really shitty mugshot on the on the, on the paperwork at, at the grocery store. And I asked my mom, I was like, what, what happened to him? He's like, Paul Rubens in jail. And I was like, what happened to him? What, what, why do you go to jail? Mom's like, um, he was caught in a theater. I was like, what do you mean he was caught in a theater? She's like, he was caught in a theater, like she 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 said something something to the effect of like he was caught naked in a the theater. I'm like, oh okay, I get it. Yeah, that, yeah, that's bad. That's bad. That's what yeah. my, my parents were a little bit more forthcoming, not completely. I was just I was upset, and the the one thing that was slightly comforting is that I guess they put all the Pee Wee Herman stuff on like mega clearance discount at the grocery or at the stores to get him out of there, because uh, you know it was like the 1989 version of canceling somebody. And uh, I did get the I did get the peewee action figure with his little helmet and the scooter out of it. So I still have that somewhere. But I was like, what happened to him? Why is he in trouble? And they're like, he was, you know, doing dirty things at a movie theater. I'm like, oh, I didn't know what that meant. I was eight. I didn't fucking know. But (laughs) I got I got I got a cheap toy out of it. So I was happy. There you go. There you go. Dude, my mom cashed in on the peewee Herman scandal. Because she bought me like every Pee Wee's Playhouse she could find. I had like three of the fucking houses, <laughs> all the toys, Jerry, the scooter. That's a smart woman, goddammit. That's a smart woman. You know what? It's a rough patch for our boy. Exactly. And it's a rough patch for our boy Pee Wee, but let me get this shit on sale and, and get a steal out of here. Uh, don't worry. I still buy your shit when you get back on the right track there, Pee Wee, but thanks for the sale, buddy. Yeah. Pee Wee Herman's in that weird celebrity category where I'd be oddly excited to meet him. I'd be like, oh my God, it's Pee Wee Herman. Listen, and the funny thing, you know, the, to, to kind of bring people back from, to, to I guess, further evidence why he really shouldn't have gotten in trouble for that is SNL turned him away. Think about that shit for a minute. Yeah. Lauren Michaels did not think that he was funny. That's well, insane. That's insane. Comeback was. His comeback special was pretty good too, because like when he came back out to do stand up, yep. he he comes out as P, dressed as Pee Wee Herman. He's he's playing the character. He comes walking out on stage, and the first thing he says is, "Heard any good jokes lately?" <laughs> so he owned that shit. <laughs> he did. No, he did own that shit, man. <laughs> Rob, that's a fucked up shirt. I would love that. Double <laughs> O uh, Seven Cloud says Spider Wang. Sorry, Jeff. We close to Spidey month. Well, 007 Cloud, I can tell you this now. Spider-Man month will be in December, whenever the movie's coming out. Is it December or November? I'll look it up in a second. Whatever the month is. That was probably a flea market pickup because as a kid going to the flea market, there was always that guy there that made his own shirts. And <laughs> most of them are extremely unpolitically correct. I remember you always find that really unpolitically yep. correct shit at the flea market. And it's always they're like, always at the flea market, dude. Without a fuck anything that's recent, <laughs> it is there. I in high school, our football team would go to MIS International Michigan International Speedway, and during the NASCAR weekends, the flea market was fucking 
crowded but and there was always t-shirts like that every single fucking year you can set your watch to it and mm-hmm. now i want that goddamn shirt one there's a couple that I, I was gonna say there's a couple that i remember very well that i cannot set on them on air because we will get fucking um just popped right off the bat for those i'll uh, tell you listen. later Oh, oh my please. god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys were coming to, to, to Tennessee, there are a couple of flea markets here. I'd be afraid to take you guys, but we guess we'll we'd try to go to them. We'd have to go. Oh my god! I would <laughs> fucking kill for sure. <laughs> yeah, you find you find some really, really horrible oh. shit for sure. Pee wee when he plays with himself. Oh fuck! Uh, 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 people are awesome. Will said, "Young Authorities Barbecue at Tom Hanks says Wang versus Predator." <laughs> I mean, Did you watch that movie. Depends who's in it. Who's <laughs> um, Ann making a comeback? Depends who's playing Wang. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa Ann coming back for a fucking return tour. <laughs> Girl, you know it's true. Wait, no, that's really vanilla shit. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot. You forgot to skip it when you were saying it too. Girl, you, you, know, go, it's girl, you, know, it's girl, you know it's girl. You know it's girl. You know it's girl. You know. And then you have to just run off stage, panic. Um, I'm pretty sure at one point either there's an episode of the show I put on Podbean with that clip as the ending or there's a video where I just let that play and it is a joke and if I haven't done it in a while I'm going to do it again soon oh Oh my god who would have thought that two dudes from from uh, where were they? Germany, from? right? Netherlands. It was the Netherlands, I thought. Oh, okay. two, two dudes from Europe with fake shoulder pads as part of their fucking outfits were lip syncing. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> Uncultured barbarian. I'd watch Vang versus Predator if Riley Reed was the predator. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> does she make the does she make the weird clicking sounds whenever she sees one? You know, with her heat sensors. That's when she finishes. Oh, by by the way, Jeff, um, Spider-Man Home Brew or whatever uh, comes out um, December (laughs) 17th. Spider-Man Home Brew? Was he working at fucking Starbucks? (laughs) Nah, he's working on a Raspberry Pi emulator. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this Um, summer, Spider-Man Home Brew. Wait, that's the no. name of the movie? No, no, it's not really homebrew. It's not homebrew. It's strange but... brew. <laughs> oh. Wang brew. Uh, what's the date, man? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> you, you used the wrong thing to mix those drinks. Did I? <laughs> anyway, sir, what is the date of Spider-Man's for our friend? Uh, uh, December 17th, 2021. <laughs> All right, so December will be Spider Month here on the channel and Patreon and stuff. I'll have bonus content, and you God. guys can uh, I'll re-upload my old Spider-Man videos. So you guys can check that one out too. That was one of my personal favorites. Now, yeah, speaking of Disney personal favorite, we have. What'd you say? I said, Lord knows Disney needs a good December because the last time they had a movie come out in December it didn't do that great. And bro, <laughs> this, part of this goes to Sony still. So. Yep. Oh shit, that's true. Now, Darian217 sends in two super chats, and then we're going to get to our next topic of the 13th Doctor, just to have a good laugh. Shazam! Fury of the Wangs, 2023, starring Lexington Steele with his co-star Riley Reed, directed by Axel Brown. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. You know what already has a porno title, and you don't need to change it to make the XXX parody? Yes. Balls of Fury. 
Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's a good point. I think Christopher Walken should star in both. I agree. I agree. Just be careful around a boat. Now, fucking <laughs> <laughs> harsh. Anyway, uh, thank you again. Has a great question, and you're gonna like the answer. He says, "Ghostbusters one and two drunk watch party before Ghostbusters three this year." Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. God. Yes. If, if also if, 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 if we, we can do, if, if we can do it if we can do it together I will make spiked ecto cooler I swear you will make it and we will do that uh, this is going to be our our year with Ghostbuster stuff I'm going to try to put together the um, the Twitch channel so we can do the stream of the game I have it on Xbox so we can stream the, the Ghostbusters okay. I, will, I, will, I will I will I will I will too acquire it on Xbox so we can we can play so will I and then uh, the Wokebusters comic will be on Indiegogo this year so. There you go. Full circle. Now, folks, we're going to come like back. To... Oh, yeah. Only different. <laughs> All right, fine. One more super chat because it's a good one to transition with. From Wilson, the unauthorized biography of Tom Hanks. World of Wangcraft, a Blizzard exclusive. Uh, that's not far off. I mean, I mean, all things considered, they, they need as many W's as they can fucking get. Yeah. That's true. Now, guys, sad news. Doctor Who, Jodie Whittaker showrunner exits BBC series. Uh, showrunner Chris Chibnall and Jodie Whittaker are departing the BBC series after a trio of specials in 2022. So Lady Doctor Who is no more. She's leaving. The showrunner's leaving. Um, yeah. like It's over. Well, me, For all the yeah, talk, hope. all the discussion, all the what the hell just happened, it is over. Uh, this experiment... Now, this is the Doctor Who that most people hated. This was the Doctor Who where the ratings fell. This was the Doctor Who where it dealt with really stupid topics that Doctor Who normally doesn't deal with. It's like, hey, let's do a Rosa Parks episode instead of an Aliens episode. Like, what are you trying to do? You didn't do much. No, this female Doctor will be probably regarded as the worst for a while. Actually, no, she'll be regarded as the best for a while. And then when everyone can be honest and not worry about political correctness, they'll go, those episodes were a load of shit, and we don't watch them anymore. So <laughs> I went out of my way to give you my five choices for Doctor Who. The new Doctor, excuse me, the 14th Doctor. You guys ready? Let's yes. do it. Yeah. All right, so number one, I figure we needed a guy with the right energy because when the Doctor regenerates you know it's a burst of energy and so who has more energy than anyone on the planet well gary Busey. so he should be the doctor <laughs> <laughs> now i know gary Busey's not for everyone maybe you don't like mr joshua but you definitely can't hate on the next guy or else you're a racist because i think another great contender for the 14th doctor would be martin lawrence can you imagine this one dion I would laugh my ass off. Now, it depends. Are we getting Martin Lawrence today? Or are we getting Martin Lawrence today plus cocaine? Uh, no, we're getting Martin Lawrence today plus a tracksuit made of a plastic bag. I think I can, I can live with that. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, he barely did. Up next. <laughs> God damn. God damn. God damn. Oh, that was spicy. Oh, oh my tongue's burning off of that one. God damn. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, up next. I figure if you want a terrible, terrible, terrible choice and you want to keep it, you know, female, who better than our favorite woman, Aquifna? Think she could be the 14th doctor? <laughs> she does. 
I mean, you're, che- you're checking two boxes there, then. Dude, season yeah. 14, Nora from Gallifrey. That's her fucking show. Oh, God. Oh. Up next, we also have a very, very, very different choice, but the Doctor is more than just action. He's visuals, he's audio, and no one has a more soothing voice than Gilbert Godfrey, so why not him as the Doctor? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. What are you, a Time Lord? Oh! Oh my god, we <laughs> and then finally, uh, my personal choice you can never go wrong with a little bit of cocaine and a lot of Nicolas Cage. So, there you go, that's my 14th Holy doctor. Shit. That actually would just be really fucking cool. <laughs> can I help? It would, you? it would, it would be one of those things where you'd have to watch, you'd have to watch every week because you wouldn't know which way he would swing, you just wouldn't fucking know. There's an episode of Doctor Who waiting to be made where Nicolas Cage looks into the camera and he's like, you thought this was fucking show? And you start to question your own reality. I'm waiting for that episode. If he can, if he can do that on, on that show, I, I'd be like, good for you, man. You've you fucking achieved something. <laughs> uh, by the way, the Prime movie, The Wangateer is a great film title. <laughs> I, The Wangateer, I don't, how, so many questions. Is, is there a backpack involved? How does it work? What yeah. about the last Wang Scout? The last Wang Scout. I mean, yeah, I think that's it. That sounds that sounds like 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 a male casting couch movie. I mean, yeah. Mm, yeah. So, guys, we have another uh, big superhero movie coming out in a few weeks. I know we're super excited for the Suicide Squad. Now, the first Suicide Squad sucked ass trash it yeah yeah it's the it's the worst film in the dceu and i will fight anyone who says it's not like it's so <laughs> shitty I, I have i watched my friend rip his hat from his head and throw it down on the ground in anger and scream what the fuck did we just watch it was not fun it was not a good time but the new one has got nothing but positive reviews 97 percent with 76 reviews on rotten tomatoes uh, you guys surprised? No. I am not. I, you know, I always have. You know, I still believe in. You know, even though he, you know, he was he was out as being kind of an asshole. You know, I, James Gunn knows what he's fucking doing. I, I'm I'm not surprised that that kind of is, that that's what's happened. <clears throat> now, I know people have been talking about this. And from what I've read, the reviews sound interesting. The film sounds interesting. It looks interesting. I'm not negative on this film in any way. But I do find it compelling that every DCEU film gets this pre-hype and then always shits the bed. The original Suicide Squad was getting rave reviews. Everyone was going on about Jared Leto. Jared Leto. That movie is an embarrassment. And that movie is a failure. And that's what this film is trying to do. Undo that one. So, if it's great, I'm going to call it great. I'm very excited to watch this. Luckily, I don't have to pay for it. I already pay for HBO Max, so it's going to show up on my phone in a couple days. But I would be lying if I didn't bring up the red flags uh, that are this this amazing, amazing review score. It just seems a little too perfect in the world we live in. So we'll see it. We'll review it. We'll talk about it. Uh, what do you guys think based on what you've seen? Are you excited, interested? Do you give a shit about what you saw so far? I mean, it looks it looks interesting and funny. It looks it looks like it's going to be at least a mm-hmm. good time. But once again, we've been burnt before, and uh, you know it, it is James Gunn. So uh, I don't I don't know I don't know. It's yes, I'm interested. I'm you know I uh, 
you know, listen, I'm, I'm I, at the end of the day, I 100% am okay with the fact that bitch, I'm a consumer. So, you know, if, if I, if I see something that looks good, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna front and the trailer looks pretty good. Now, the, the thing that makes me incredibly cautious is the fucking side story of Idris Elba and his fucking daughter. That's the thing where I'm just like, ah, fuck, ah, fuck. Anytime, anytime there's that, that fucking, um, I'm trying to be a good parent side story, that shit usually doesn't work out that great. So that's, 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 you know, that's a, that's a concern in terms of the focus of the film. But listen, I, you know, John Cena seems funny, you know, Viola Davis is still Viola Davis. So she seems awesome. You know, the fact that Jai Courtney was one of the two good things about the first one and they brought his ass back makes me makes me interested um uh but we'll see man i'm 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 definitely going to go see it they've at least earned my initial dollar fair enough yeah yeah i'm well, i'm willing to give it give it a give it a go cuz i mean it looks like it could be entertaining now granted that could always blow up in our face but we'll see i i think this one might i think they might have said all right where did we screw up with the first one okay let's not do that this time also I also have some channel business I'd like to put out there real quick. From now on, Jared Leto should be referred to as Jared Letdown. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's, very, That's fair. very fair. Yeah, so that, that that should be his new name for the channel. So they're the official. Now, before we move away into our next topic, which is, it's got a funny title, but it's not that funny. Should I read the title to you guys? Yes. Sure. Uh, the Flash sure. building paused due to Batman Batcycle crash. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. One more time. One more time. The Flash yeah, let's, let's hear that paused, again. The Flash filming paused due to Batman Batcycle crash. Um, Batman crashes bike boys. Is 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 there is there a like? It, it seems like Hollywood's having a, a hard time with like older actors now. Like apparently, at a certain age, they just get real fucking clumsy. It well, seems like. it's not. It's not an actor. Production okay, right. on the Flash halts after a camera operator is injured following crashing into a Batman stunt double aboard a motorcycle. Oh, Jesus. Um, um, yeah. Please tell me they got this on tape. I'm sure. Well, he was a cameraman, Kendo. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't mean he could have been looking the wrong direction. According to Glasgow Live, the double was driving the Batcycle while a camera operator followed on a motorcycle of their own. However, the crew oh, member good. wound up colliding with the Batcycle and sliding underneath the vehicle. The cameraman on the bike was chasing the Batmobile motorbike and went under it, a witness said. The crew members were reportedly transported to the hospital via ambulance. The extent of their injuries have yet to be known, made public. I just, I know it's weird to think, but like, imagine the surreal moment of being a doctor at a hospital and Batman is brought in. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a, that, like, that, if that's he's a not in costume, it's not, it's not worth it. No, no, a hundred percent. If he's brought in costume, it's going to be a little better. You're like, Oh fuck. <laughs> like, that's second, what I'm like, saying. Wait, like, what? This dude, this Batman guy that crashed was taken via ambulance. Dressed as Batman to a hospital. That's just got to be the weirdest thing for a doctor coming to work. Yeah, I, I fixed up Batman today. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we took off. We took off his mask. We know who he is. We need. We need a surgeon to the ER right now. You go running down there. And it's a, it's fucking Batman. You're like, um, oh shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, we took off his mask. I, I know who he is, but I just signed an NDA as well, so I I, I can't say. Yeah. I can't say. Now I got good news, boys. 
Michael B. Jordan is developing a Black Superman limited series for HBO Max, focusing on Val Zod. Oh, good. Okay, okay, it's Val. Okay, Thank I'm God. I'm, I, I'm unfamiliar with this. Who is who is that? This, is this guy. different universe. Yeah, it's, different the, it's the Black okay, Superman. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Okay. Now that's that's cool. That's Dion, cool. we're gonna have yes. two two separate Black Superman movies. Why? I mean, we know why. I mean, you know, they, they, they want to. It's the flavor of the month, right? You know, us, 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 ch- chocolate folk right now are the flavor of the month, and they, um, they want to seem like they are supportive of that community. Which, you know, hey, listen, you know, I'm, I'm a grown man. You know, we're all grown. We, we, we get the business thought behind that. That being said, um. The issue with having, you know, too many chocolate Superman is you forget to make the movie good. So, um, so we'll see. Obviously, you know, HBO Max seems to to, to have a different approach to these things. Um, the actual movie, it's the, the 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 theatrical release film. You know, I'm not um, I'm not super excited about it. Don't be giving me representation if the movie's gonna fucking suck. The Michael B. Jordan one. Now that they've officially said that it's it's not Cal L. It's it's got a shot to be pretty good, man. It's it, it has a shot to be good, and then you know hey, if it's good, the, at the end of the day they can say, hey, we made a black Superman. Y'all like us, right? Go ahead and go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and subscribe and, and sign up because we love you guys. We like black people. Now we can prove it. We made a black Superman. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 right. they also did love. They also did Lovecraft Country, which was a, a god awful god awful show. Yeah. I got a video on that coming soon, Nick. On on Lovecraft Country, really? Love it's a, it's a love. It's not a show about Lovecraft Country, like every episode. It's about it and it, why it exists and why. Okay, it gotcha. Shouldn't gotcha. Have stuff. One of those types of videos. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, because yeah, unfortunately, I watched a whole se- a whole 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 season. I was like, this is fucking terrible. The funniest thing is like when people who watched it, they. When you when when you ask them about the show, you look at their face. You can tell that they want to say it wasn't very good, but they struggle with like the verbiage to be like, you know, it was it was it was it was it was okay. Like my sister watched it, you know, and even she was like, I mean, it was yeah. When someone somebody else said, yeah, it was uh, it was yeah, you know, it's bad. You know, it's like listen, just say it was bad and just give me like like five exactly. it's like, it's like I'm not gonna judge you if you say it's fucking bad, you know. And she did the same thing. She was like, "Well, you know, it was, you know, I liked it." I'm like, "We're not, you know, did you? Is it good or not? I get that you like. What well, it, it, it was, it was, it was." And I just bust out laughing. I was like, "That's why it got canceled." Yeah, <laughs> well, also, that's why I got also, canceled. Also, like the hallmark of a great movie review. Whenever <laughs> it starts with "I liked it" and "It was good," is repeated two or three times. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, good times, man. Yeah, well, well, I mean, also, also the 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 first season that was the entire book. There's only one book, so I don't know how they're gonna make a second season. Just saying. Well, they're not. What? No, wait. They came out with two seasons, right? Or was no, 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 no. One season. One season. Only one season. Oh, there ain't gonna be no second season. It's, it's it got canceled, canceled officially. That shit yeah, got it, canceled. It, it, it did, but like my, my idea was like. You've done the you you've done the entire you've done the entire book in one season. Like, there's no way you could do a second season, even if you tried. It would be like worse than the first. I don't know how that'd be possible. And I think if you Max saw that, and we're like, yeah, well, you guys are canceled. Sorry. <laughs> so, to the blubbering guy on screen, we will talk in a moment. Uh, the major oh. spike nine thousand says, "Can I interest you guys in the hot new MMO World of Minecraft?" 
<laughs> and if you're if you enjoy base games, you pick up the expansion, such as the Burning Crutch Sade, Wank of the Dong King, or Pussy Quism. Now, dude, good, good, good for you, sir. You picked you. You Could, were able to retitle every one of their expansions. Can we have Pussy Quism as a word here? We use on the channel. What is this definition going to be? That's the question. Is this just, just the opposite of honey digging? Is that what we're going no, with? It, no, okay. So pussy chlism is like the opposite of the cockpocalypse. And I don't know what that is either, but we'll figure it out. So, <laughs> Damn it. Come on, folks. We're, we're, we're a steady morphing system here. So, But yes, I think we can all agree pussy chlism is now an, an official trademark phrase of WCBS. Pussy chlism. It, it, it's, it's a name for a group of cats. It's a pussy chlism. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or a group of Two or more very angry ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, I went to the bar and there was a pussy quism there, and it, it got it got hairy real fast. I had to jet up out of there. Oh, really? It got hairy fast to the pussy quism. Yeah, huh? you, you get it. You get it. You uh, know what? Bader. Sadly, sadly, that sadly that 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 works. That example works. I get it now. <laughs> now our friend Samurai Vader says, "Hello, world class Ben Stillers by Luigi's Mansion GameCube." Uh, I okay. played Luigi's Mansion on GameCube. Okay. It's a fun game. It is. Never, so Adam Wofford, thank you very much. I never owned a GameCube. <laughs> Say what? I said I never owned a GameCube. So you, I, I, I think you didn't miss much. And I know people are freaking it, out right it now. It had there its are, moment. It had its moments. I. It, it had Super Smash Brothers. Yep. And, and Rogue Squadron Two. Yes, like, yeah. like 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 every like every Nintendo like every Nintendo fucking thing that comes out. It's it, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that game always comes out. That and Mario like forty two. Listen, <laughs> those Mario games are always fun. Are they though? Okay, I enjoy them. Dion, Mario games are more fun than Sonic 06. That is, I'll give you that. I will give you that. Now, our friend Adam Walford sends a very generous super chat. Thank you, Adam. He says, so more bad news. GW, the owner of Warhammer 40K, has brought new guidelines where they will have a zero-tolerance policy for fan-made films or parodies. Also, the YouTube channel, Bruka Alfabusa, the creator of TTS, has stopped working. Yeah, we we touched on that the week before last, before the, uh, the wedding, I think, that came out. Yeah, it's um, you know, that's not the direction I would have went if I'm Warhammer 40k. I think that's clearly them trying you, to be more mainstream. They can't really do anything about parody yeah. though. That's protected. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say like whatever these guidelines are, are bullshit because parody is protected by law. Yeah, right. yeah. that's why Weird Al's had such a long career and has never been sued. <laughs> like. He's been bitched at by Coolio, but he's never been sued. Yeah, oh, but you, you know what? He's just angry because Weird Al has more street cred than he does. So that's there's all. that. There <laughs> I mean, that. Have, 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 have you seen Coolio's had the same motherfucking hairdo since 1995? That's why. not true. He's bald. He doesn't even have the same hairline anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got he's got the twig the twig things going on, but twig yeah, he should going? he should he should be bald. I think is the way we should phrase that. Yeah, no, dude, 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 those are just you know extensions. It's the two strings. He's just got little patches of hair, and he just goes and has those weaved in. That's all that is. You could say that he's running out of love, fool. <laughs> I got something brand new for that ass. He was there for like five minutes. Hold dude, on, let's listen. 
<laughs> Gangsters Paradise <laughs> and um, what, what the the funk song that he redid. Um, oh, oh my Fantastic god, Voyage. Yes, Fantastic Voyage, fantastic. What are you thinking, Coolio? What god, are you're, you? Thinking? You're right. He does have twigs on his head. They look horrible. You need to go bald, bro. Just just shave it. Don't just just, just shave it. Just shave it. See, well, here's where Coolio fucked up. He thought he was still going to be relevant after the 90s. What he should have done is he should have started his own cruise line called Coolio's Fantastic Voyage. Yeah. I'd have yeah. fucking, I'd have fucking 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would have went on it. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Fuck, I don't know oh, where yeah. this is going. It's just, it would have been, it, like it would have been pre, it would have been pre, pre fire festival for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Voyage going to the gives him a call. Can I get in on that? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch his TV show? Ja Rules? Yeah. No. What, was, what the fuck was it called? It was, I don't know. It's got one of those stupid MTV titles, but I watched it. Ja's Rules? Maybe. I'll look it up. I was really drunk when I watched it. I kind of like it, I would it, be, though. too. Well, like, yeah, of course you were kind of like you were, you were kind of drunk. So. Well, he, he, the thing is, he seems like a like, fine enough guy. Everything else around him was stupid. So it was called Follow the Rules. Uh, <laughs> it was called follow the job. That was a joke, okay. Ja. You should, yeah. You had a missed opportunity there, stupid. Well, hold on. <laughs> you can't even follow... make a fucking pun on your own name. <laughs> so, dude, follow the rules was was an American reality show starring Ja Rule that premiered on October 26, twenty fifteen. It ended on December seventh, twenty fifteen, a day that will live in I've got one question. Now, follow the rules. Was the D A and did uh, there was there a Z at the end of rules? No, it's just follow the rules. And he really rules. just fucked that up completely. Well, the final episode of the show is titled "It's All Downhill from Here." So, <laughs> damn, <laughs> damn, that was oh that was God. that was that was not just a clever title. That was a prophecy. Yeah, Murda. <laughs> <laughs> so. That poor bastard. But Adam, to jump back he, he to your had, message. He, he had, he had J-Lo for like a second. For like a second. Listen, nah, that was the only time they were shooting the video. It was, listen. It, well, listen. I mean, it's J-Lo. I think it's very safe to say if homegirl likes something, she was probably throwing you a little slice during that video. <laughs> yeah. Rem- that remember, being said. Remember, remember, everybody, she was, remember, everybody. She was a fly girl on In Living Color. Okay? Yes. Yeah. She, was, she was a fucking dancer. 100%. You know, any if you can spend an afternoon with J Lo where you get a slice, just fucking take your W. You know, just consider that you've won at life. Don't date her; she's fucking crazy. But again, hey, I can't, I can't blame him. I can't blame him. Now, exactly, man. I'm interested to see more about this, Adam, especially the parodies thing because was it uh, First Amendment? It's protected by. So, mm-hmm. what? What legal grounds? This will be a very interesting uh, fight between fans and creators. Is it to like fan films have always enriched the experience? I don't get why they want to have zero tolerance. What is this fucking drug abuse in school or something like? Oh, we have a zero tolerance policy. Well, you they put out a, a dare program to keep you from making shit about their product. <laughs> oh my God. You know, just like the D.A.R.E. program, the opposite's going to happen. And you're going to have all these people making... Everyone should go out and make a Warhammer 40K parody because what are they going to do? Nothing. You're protected only in America, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even even then, there's no way they're going to spend the time and money and effort to sue everybody and do all this stuff. Like, at some point... Let's find out. 
<laughs> yeah, because I mean, the, you, you know, obviously, if you if you put some stuff on Etsy, yeah, they're gonna tell you to take it down, but like that'll be the extent of it. But yeah, if well, you make if you make a Warhammer like short or whatever, like I don't, they're not gonna come after you. They're really not. I don't think so. Well, the thing is, there's certain things they just can't do. If it's a it's a flat out parody, not a product, like you know, a Warhammer suit that's pink and that's the joke. It's like, oh, you made fun of this and changed the name to that and all that and it looks kind of like it well that's the reason why parody exists so oh, yeah. um i lost respect for the parent company when you make shit like this it's stupid well, I, yeah, yeah. I, and, I, and i think again a huge part of that is they're afraid of people using the name which you know if if if, if you're if you're a company and you don't really understand the dynamics of, of, of fan involvement with certain titles. I, I can see you thinking that, but you know, the fact that no one's like, listen, this is just a bad idea optically, especially with our fucking franchise. So it's just, it's uh, yeah. I, 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 it's just not, it's just not a good look. It's just really not a good look because you're not going to, you're not going to win that. And even if you do decide to try, you know, which so many companies do, is they try to bury, you know, they try to bury YouTube channels and creators with litigation just to scare them off. Not that they actually give a shit, um, you know. And even if, if that's your plan, it's just not going to. I don't see it being successful. I, I just really don't. No. So let's talk about. Uh, sorry, just doing one thing on the back end here. Yes, I understand the implications of these actions. YouTube. So anyway, our buddy Jeff Hicks's disembodied chart phallus says, Kendo, let me feel your white bread buns again. <laughs> this person um, wants me to make my friend. Which I'll do myself. Don't oh say my god. Oh Dion, I'm gonna read the next super chat is Buffalo Jeff from Primer who says Wang Chi in the Legend of the Ten Cock Rings. That's a lot of cock rings. That's a lot. Are they all on the, the, same, they all on the same one, or is there ten different ones? See, there's some layers there, and I do not want to. Too many them. questions. Yeah. <laughs> too many cocks. Too many cocks. There was ten cock rings on the shelf. <laughs> Bomb shoot has a question. Didn't Will Smith have the exact same "trying to do good by my daughter" backstory in the first one? Yep, it was the exact same. Yeah. So on screen in front of you is Kevin, whatever his middle name, Smith. Former, you know, former champion of pop culture, really the counterculture. He was the voice of, honestly, a generation. He was that guy and meant a lot to a lot of people. And we have watched him systematically chill harder and harder and harder to the point where his... It's just if he shits a pancake at this point, if it could breathe a check, he'll bend over for it. So this dude <laughs> got tapped to work on He-Man, and I don't think it worked out for him. He seems pretty miserable. Look at the reaction to his fucking review right here. He is attacking fans. He can't handle it. It's the same shit. And I made a video about it the other day, and essentially I quoted a post that said, Kevin Smith created the pop culture landscape to uh, critique these films and these things for not understanding source material. He's the guy that really planted that seed and championed it for decades. He even put out an evening with Kevin Smith and then evening harder, which was part two. 
And in it, it talks or he talks shit about um, Tim Burton not understanding source material from Batman 89. Like this guy, like the post says, Kevin Smith literally made money bitching about somebody not following source material. So Kevin Smith is the world's biggest hypocrite for getting upset and tell people to grow the fuck up when at the same age, Kevin Smith was out there shitting on Batman because, oh, like, I don't respect him anymore. This is the one where I'm like, this is too much. You know, we've talked about him in the past, been kinder. I have to be because allegedly we gave him a heart attack. But True. Yeah. But the, the He-Man stuff, while I'm not interested in the show, I'm... I'm interested because what the implications are. This is just like the Last Jedi and all these other prop, all these other franchise things where they bring it back to shit on it for some dumb reason. And now you got Kevin Smith trying to tell people He Man comes back in the second half. It's like you spoiled it, and we're supposed to care. It's too late, Netflix. Well, I, and and again, you know, he's doing this because he's so scared of being. His his past work being criticized and reviewed, uh, and him being put in the same vein as people that he that that have been canceled and been in trouble, right? At the same time, you know, he, the dude wants access, and 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 you know, someone had made uh, one of the comments on your video was you know you know a conversation between essentially him and Ryan Ryan Johnson, and and it fits so well because. The fact that the, the fact that we know it's bad, and the fact that we now know that he knows it's bad, is his fucking reaction. You know, grow the fuck up, bitch! You made a He-Man cartoon. Who the fuck are you to be telling people to grow up? What do you What do you think this is going to be? Fucking, fucking, uh, a, a, a classic movie that's going to, or, or a series that's going to win an Oscar or some Emmys or some shit? You made a goddamn cartoon based on a kids' TV show. Who are you to tell anyone else to fucking grow up? <laughs> they had everyone has the motherfucking responsibility and the right to criticize something that you made that you hyped up specifically to 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 get your brand and to get your name out there. So you telling people alone to 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 grow up is fucking hilarious, you fucking crybaby. Secondly, like like you had mentioned before, Jay, this is what you did criticizing things, and in your mind, it deserved criticism then. But when it's you, oh my god, they're, they're just immature in there. What are they calling it? Bad review bombing yep. the fucking show. And it's like, goddamn, at, at what point do people like Kevin Smith take a second and say, is it being reviewed poorly because it's bad? Maybe they're reviewing it poorly because it's bad. It has nothing. The, 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 the ego on this man to think that he's so important that people are just review bombing He-Man because they're mad about you know their childhood thing or whatever is laughable. Let me tell you something, K. Smith. You ain't that fucking important. You ain't been that important in a long time because of shit like this. You keep crying on a fucking TV, dude. So fucking calm down. Well, you know, and, I, and he's he's just so full of himself now. It's ridiculous. I saw an interesting article about the economics behind Kevin Smith's crying. Like, there's a whole it, it exists for a reason. It's a planned thing. Yes. And being the blubbery bitch, like, you notice, I don't know if it was last year with COVID or something, or just we realized it's stupid, but 
the reaction trailers are no longer interesting and the crying to nerd shit isn't like cool. It was never cool. It was never fun. It was never, I'm showing my emotions how into this story I am. It, look, it was for fucking attention. All you people that cried after you watched the trailer, you wanted some YouTube notoriety so people would watch your channel, either make fun of you or feel for you or whatever. But it was all for attention. That's what Kevin Smith has done. And you've drawn yourself with such negative attention or drawn negative attention to yourself in such a strong way. Like, it's been years that we've been calling him a shill. He's been doing it hard for Warner Brothers. He's been doing it hard for other things. Oh, he gets to direct The Flash. I wonder why. So... Really, Kevin Smith is the story of let me scratch your back. Place it. Funny thing is, your back is on your cock, so he'll just whore himself out for any property and then cry about it. Like, how can anyone respect him or take his word seriously anymore? And, like, I asked on the council the other night, do you think this is going to affect Clerks 3? I think not enough. Absolutely. But I Absolutely. think people will not respect him. I think it will. I mean, because, you know, he, you know, and the thing that I said that we've been saying for years, collect even collectively as a show, when you make things adversarial, you can't then go back and complain about people taking shots at you. You when when you start making things a me versus you, you can't make it about well, it's just people being immature. You started this shit. You know, he started this shit with Star Wars where he's fucking crying at the fucking the last Jedi and all this bullshit and saying that anyone doesn't like it is it a real Star Wars fan. So when you make fucking He-Man, you have to keep that same energy, boy. Don't don't puff your chest out to be a big man because you got your backwards cap and you've got a fucking remnants of a fucking heart attack and you're this and you had Fat Man on Batman and and, and Macaulay Culkin came down on your on your podcast one time and you guys had a great time you you got to keep that same energy so yeah. if you feel so strongly about He Man you should let it defend itself on its own merit if people don't like it you saying grow the fuck up just showcases that you had no fucking idea what you were fucking doing. And it backfired, and now you're upset about it. You know, yeah, this ain't the same dude that's crying about fucking Star Wars when he's so goddamn sensitive when the show comes out. And lo and behold, the bait and switch he did in the show didn't fucking work. Nope. So, I think this just rings uh, badly for more classic uh, franchises to get revived. Folks, there's a reason why... You know, not even just geek culture fans, but there's a reason why we fans are always hesitant when they're going to bring back something. And that's why we cheered when we found out they canceled the Die Hard prequel, because nothing good can come from this. Uh, I love, you know, revisiting a favorite. And when I want that, I just go turn it on. If I'm ever feeling the need for a film like Back to the Future, I watch Back to the Future. If I want to watch a film like right. The Goonies, I'll watch The Goonies or I'll watch Monster Squad. But I don't need it remade. We live in a world where everything is documented and recorded. I don't need you to remake these films. I will go down to my local Best Buy. I'll pick up a copy of the movie on disc. And I'll watch it because you can't change it anymore. And that's it. That's the end of it. I wish Hollywood could understand that the secondary life for these movies is valuable, is rich, can be uh, very financially verdant. But they need to stop diluting this shit with remaking and doing pointless crap because the remakes cost tons of money it's not like these movies are really cheap and then eh, it doesn't really hurt the studio these things are costing hundreds of millions of dollars fucking Dan Aykroyd was on record after the first Ghostbusters 2016 flop like oh Paul Feig won't be welcomed back on the studio a lot thankfully you know Dan Aykroyd called that shit out 
Um, <laughs> well, and, 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 and the other side of it, it's 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 not just it's 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 that's a huge part of it, right? That's a huge part of why it doesn't work. You know, I, we're not going to watch a remake when we can just go watch the original. The other side is the fans know when you're trying to pull a con. The remake shit is just a con. It's just a quick con to make a bunch of fucking money because they think the consumers are idiots. You know, let's just refurbish this thing that's a huge hit. We'll, we'll, we're, we're giving it a new voice for a new generation, and we'll make a billion dollars. That's all they're fucking doing, I, and it comes off in the movie. Oh yeah. Now, uh, well, well, uh, good. And 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 that saying a, a new a new version for a new generation. I fucking hate that bullshit. Yeah, with mm-hmm. a passion. Because what is it? What is a new? <clears throat> What is the new generation need their own Goonies or their own Star Wars or their own shit? It's like if 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 they want it so bad, they'll support something about it or or support something close to those things, or better yet, make an original make an original version of that. You know, a space battle and space wizards and shit. Make an original version of that. Don't don't remake it. Don't don't copy it. Just make an original version a version of it like in its own right or something. Think of an original fucking idea and like build it up. So yeah. trying to uh, it's so trying to tell kids nowadays, hey, you know, but you know, look up from your fucking phones and TikToks, look at the screen and watch the movie. They're not going to. They don't give a shit. They really don't. A great movie is timeless, and it's for every generation. Right. Well, right. fucking said. Right. That's what makes them last so long. That's what makes them profitable, and that's the piece that that that. That guys like Kevin Smith and guys like Rian Johnson and people like Kathleen Kennedy and people like Paul Feig don't understand. Like you, you, the lessons that were in the original movie aren't different just because it's been 20, 30 years. The the lessons or the or the feeling or the the overall message of the movie, it's not gonna change because the people who are in it are collecting AARP now. You know, we like we uh, like you know, fucking Star Wars is a classic because everyone gets the fucking message of the movie. Everyone enjoys the movie for generations. You refurbishing it, you're not recapturing what the original did. You're not coming up with something new by copying an original. You know, and that's one reason why 2016 Ghostbusters failed so hard. This idea that you're going to bring back the Ghostbusters but hey, it's all girls now because girls are good, and you should like girls, so you should also like this movie. That's that's a that's a snake oil salesman's move right there, and that's why it lost seventy million fucking dollars. Not because all the fans are sexist and don't like women and and don't like you know Kristen Wiig and and the and, and, and the chick from SNL. It's because the movie fucking sucked. You ain't telling me anything new. I can go and watch Ghostbusters the original any fucking time I want. The and only thing is different is you spent well, you know, not anytime I want, but you spent a hundred and something million dollars and you lost 70 million of it because you were so certain that you cracked the fucking code when you just all you did was just preach some bullshit trying to sell me a goddamn shitty movie. Uh, actually the real time, reason why it failed was uh the Leslie Jones nude leak. That that's what did it. <laughs> listen, listen. That movie she may have been bad in that movie, but she gets she gets bonus points because homegirl. You know, she 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 takes it on the chin if you know what I'm saying. Don't <laughs> <Jumbo's> you. <laughs> well, also, I mean, like if 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 you want to if you want to put wokeness into it or whatever, like Ghostbusters, it's a, it's a perfect movie for that because like as soon as as soon as they like um, Ernie Hudson comes by, they're just like, all right, you want to work? Get in there. They treat him like a fucking equal. 
immediately. Yeah. It's like, all right, all right, you're, you're here for the job. Get, get the fuck in there and work. No acknowledging well, any, any, anything it, else about him. Like, you, do what now? If there's a paycheck in it, I'll believe whatever you say. Yeah, exactly. Right. And they and they, they 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 never acknowledge him being different ever. He does himself when he's in jail, but never has it said anything else about him. Right. That was the joke. And that's what made it so fucking funny is they didn't see it that way. You know, that but 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 they all had so much chemistry, that's what made that joke funny. And oh, that's yeah. one re- and that, and again, you know, and we said and again, I don't mean to beat a dead horse here, but the reason another reason it failed was you're saying, Oh, we want girls to be into the sciences, but we're gonna make the fucking black chick drive the car. <laughs> we're not gonna make her a scientist. Yeah, but and we're trust gonna, me, and, we're, and, she's and, part and, of the and, team. And we're gonna make her the stereotype, the extreme yep. stereotype. Correct. Yep. Well, that's part of the directorial issues with that, where essentially Paul Feig's directing was telling them to be funny. Right. That didn't work. No. (laughs) Well, well, and 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 once again, like you, you made the fat chick the fat chick every time she complained about her goddamn wontons. You know, it's just like I had some today. They were delicious. Mm, Wontons are awesome. That's that that goes without saying, but I mean, in the movie, she kept kept (laughs) complaining about her fucking food order all the time. It's like. So she's ba- she is the fat one then. You're just making her that way. It's like because he was checking boxes, man. Like, okay, we gotta have the fat chick, we gotta have the black chick, we gotta have the blonde chick who's quirky but still really smart. And might be a lesbian. Quiet, and might be a lesbian. And we also gotta have the the the, the bookworm chick that's kind of cute. And then we gotta have the dumb guy who might be a really lesbian. Good, who might be a lesbian. And he has blonde hair. And he was also Thor, but he's stupid, right? He and might be a lesbian. Have, who might be a lesbian, and then we like that, like he was just checking boxes, you know. And then again, and then bringing it back to our boy old Kevin Kevin Smith over here, checking fucking boxes. Well, I'm gonna have He Man, but I'm gonna do the Honey Dick in the beginning, and it's gonna it's gonna obviously be animated, but they all might be lesbians. And then we're gonna we're gonna maybe kill kill the main person that you came here to watch and his main arch nemesis. But then when it doesn't work. I'm going to say, hey, guys, don't worry. He's coming back. Like, he was just checking fucking boxes. <laughs> now, folks, uh, we're going to transfer over to our uh, last topic of the night in a moment, wrestling. So uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Shit, yeah, we got to get back. Oh, wait, fuck that guy. Here's a better one. This ecto-containment system that Spengler and I have in mind is going to require a load of Brad to capitalize. Where are we going to get the money? I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, that was it. <laughs> Darian two one seven. Thank you very much. Dan Aykroyd and company make royalties off Ghostbusters figures and merchandising, collectibles, etc. As we learned in the Sony hack from twenty fourteen through twenty fifteen in leaks Excel files, Dan and company have incentives to make a good Ghostbusters. Now, Darian, I uh, agree. Right. Well, I agree that there's an incentive, but if there's also the same incentive. Uh, Back in 2014-2015, why didn't they exercise more of that with Ghostbusters 2016 film? Meaning, if they already were on the, you know, they already had this contract, this pull, what about these actors uh, made them like the idea the, the first time they tried something different with Ghostbusters? All that being said, I still just want them to fix everything. That's it. Like, I think that's, that's their big task. And also, too, enough people, if enough people feel like they did, they'll give it a pass. And it'll probably go like the, like It Chapter 2, where people went out and saw it, and then that was kind of all she wrote. Oh, God, It Chapter 2. 
Yeah, the first part was so much better. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we reviewed that. Go go watch that review. I blame Finn Wolfhard because he grew up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep, that's that's what it is. Yep, it's the curse. If you it's put all that you, kid Finn. In the movie, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First Finn Balor, now Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> no connection. Jesus, you talk about you talk about disingenuous bullshit. You know, trying to make Finn Balor the the LGBTQ plus poster boy for like a year. Jesus, that was that was that was rough. No. I don't even that consider was... I don't even consider him like a real actor. I mean, I know he's in movies and stuff, but like kid actors are just like I don't know. They're just like a prop or whatever. I don't really think of them as having anything besides like your job is to be the kid from Stranger Things. When you're older, I'm sure I'll see you in more shit. But in my defense with this argument too, like he essentially plays the kid from Stranger Things and everything. Yeah. What's right. like Michael Sarah, but less annoying. Yeah. Much less annoying. Actually, because I don't even dislike the kid. I don't think he's a bad actor at all. He just no he's there. No, so, I like him a lot. I'm a huge Finn Wolfhard fan. It's just like you said, the dude's getting typecast. I mean obviously we'll see in the new Ghostbusters. You know, but yeah, he's just been like, "Hey, be the kid from Stranger Things," and it, it was, "Hey, be the kid from Stranger Things," but you say "fuck" a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? you know, and I don't get. I I enjoy it. You know, I think it's funny. I love when he fucking when he dunked on stupid ass Jimmy Fallon's ass on his show. You know, but it's like it's not. You know, the dude's more of a. You know, he's he's essentially getting the Olsen twin treatment. Like you don't have to be particularly different. You just have to be the kid from Stranger. Things. Now, El Gallo de Oro, you wait just a moment and we'll be talking about that. Uh, the Major Spike 9000 says, I don't like leaving a job unfinished, so coming soon. Mists of Pundaria, Wang Lords of the Dragnuts, Legion, I mean, I got nothing. Alpha Azeroth, and finally, Shagginlands. Thank you, and good day! <laughs> I, I, I don't know, Battle of Azeroth isn't that bad. <laughs> Pundaria. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that, that's a good one. I like that one. I like that one. Such a sweet sounding name. Uh TLJ Screwjob <laughs> says, remember the Ghostbusters teaser? Four scientists save New York. Nope. Yep, I remember that. Uh, and and as soon as I came out, everyone's like, Nope, you you fucked up already. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Right out of the gate, you fucking stumbled. Good job. So folks. <laughs> Sometimes there's such thing as perfect product placement, perfect marketing, and sometimes it's so perfect that it backfires. So Domino's distanced itself from bloody AEW deathmatch pizza cutter incident. Kendo, have you heard about this? Yes. Yes, I did. So what happened was, so Chris Jericho, the man on the left there, the, he was the pain maker the other night. Ooh, hoo, hoo. He, AEW went full fucking deathmatch garbage wrestling style the other night because, so in storyline, <clears throat> one of the best people they've got, MJF, is feuding with Chris Jericho. And to pull on the, 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 uh, the, the Greek legend, in order to face uh, MJF again, Jericho has to complete five labors that MJF comes up with for him. And the second one was he had to get involved in a fucking death match with Nick Gage, who is only as a wrestler because 
he does the deathmatch shit where he smashes the light tubes over people's heads and tries to slice them with pizza cutters and throws himself through panes of glass and stabs each other. You know, just the garbage fucking wrestling that anybody can do that doesn't take any skill except for being willing to fucking hit yourself in the head with, you know, light tubes. And uh, the other night they went into picture-in-picture mode, and in the process of going into picture-in-picture mode, Nick Gage had a pizza cutter and was cutting Jericho's face with it, all the while a Domino's ad ran in the (laughs) side-by-side. Yeah, I was trying to find a picture of the side-by-side, but I couldn't find it. Oh, God. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's so good. Yeah, jaded, jaded, jaded. Uh, kendo recapping wrestling is best. Jaded kendo is best. Kendo recapping. Wrestling. Why does why does Chris Jericho looks like he he, he listened to all of uh, My Chemical Romance? Because, because that's his pain maker. Yeah. So Chris Jericho has a persona that he adopted when he went to wrestle in New Japan, where he is the pain maker, and. That requires him to wear spikes and a black fedora and paint his face up. So he's a neck beard, okay. And that's his extreme. Uh, that's his extreme side when he's willing to do anything it can't it takes to win. Why she did he win? He, he beat up Nick like Gage. the crow. Because uh, Sting already did that. Sting's now in AEW. <laughs> so he's just so he can sell shirts yeah. on Hot Topic. That's why. So, folks, we're gonna have to. Kind of go. Long story short, I've been on a mobile hotspot and I just got notification that they're going to throttle the shit out of me because, uh, yeah, the Airbnb had terrible internet and I had to use my phone mobile hotspot to stream everything. High councils, podcasts, Olympic coverage. So, uh, yeah. USA! Yeah, USA, bro. Now, we have reached the end of our Super Chats, so we're going to close this show out earlier. Is there anything you guys want to say before we go? I'm the pain maker, son. (laughs) You're just painful to look at, Dion. That's fine. Eh, that counts. That's just mean. <laughs> I love you, buddy. I love you. <laughs> Nick, uh, what do you have to say, buddy? Uh, nothing. All right. Kendo, anything you'd like to say? Next week on AEW, we get a rematch 20-something years in the making when Chris Jericho has to wrestle Hoobentude Guerrero. That might actually be decent. Why? What is his obsession with wrestling? Who into, dude? Like, I get it. You like the guy, y'all. I got it. it, it you, no, it's no, not work. no. The question you should be asking yourself is, what is Tony Khan's obsession with fucking recreating WCW? Exactly. <laughs> um, by the way, we will share this as our finale to close out the um, AEW pizza cutter thing. So, uh, Dave Meltzer on Twitter. This is why I said what I said last night. It happened almost immediately. Domino's disavows AEW bloody pizza cutter spectacle on TNT. How does PBR respond? There we go. A PBR pizza cutter to Dave uh, Meltzer. <laughs> I will say this. PB- PBR's Twitter game is It's awesome. Good. It's awesome. I started following them. Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it kind of like Wendy's? Like Is it like Wendy's? It's yeah, a lot like Wendy's, but yeah. a little bit raunchier. A little bit yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. When Wendy's keeps it PG for the most part, PBR is just like fuck it. We don't care. The people that are buying our product are adults anyway. Yeah, so like they reference they reference porno. Uh, they've referenced porno yeah. on their Twitter and shit in responses. PBR is hilarious. Yeah, Slim Jim's also a good follow too because yeah. <laughs> they're, 
they're pretty fun to do. But yeah, PBR. Everybody should go. I mean, even if you don't like PBR, I do. But go follow PBR's Twitter because it is extremely entertaining. Perfect for tailgates. Yep. Hey, hey, Yaka say. Gibberish. There you go, buddy. So from all of us here, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs>